Man, I can't believe you got me out here at this chef concert with these white people. Motherfucker got me out here looking crazy. Damn, and where the hoes at? Oh, man, don't nobody care about that, bro. Just soak it in. Everybody here to see Cher. This is where you need to be at, man. It's not every day you get to be in a judge-free zone, you feel me? I'm judging, nigga. Oh, man. Come on, bro. You need to start coming to yoga with me on some real, bro. I'm telling you, it's going to change your life. Probably get some of that hate up out your heart. Yeah, yoga. Oh, man, it'd be some hoes in yoga. Yeah, nigga, what you I guess so, if that's what you're there for. Hey, bro. Oh, 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 hell no. Bro, this nigga got on an assless bodysuit. Bro, let me see. Uh, bro. Man, that ain't what that is, man. That's a leotard, bro. He do got the ass out, though, but it looked pretty creative to me. Man, yo, get the fuck out of here, man. Can, can we go? <laughs> ah, man, just calm down, dude. Come on. Let's go hit this black. Let's go get some crown before the show start and maybe loosen up that booty for the man with the ass out. Come get you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll, man. Man, tripping, man. Yo. Yo, let's get good ass seats. Oh, shit. Man, I know that ain't that MAGA hat wearing motherfucker. Look, look. Where? What you looking at, bro? Where at? It's Kanye. Where? Where? Right there in front of the stage. Oh, shit. That's Kim. Oh, shit. That is they ass. Hey, you think I can get in the uh, Kim K.I.G. story, bro? I don't bro. know what the fuck you got the hat on, man. He's so fucking disrespectful, B. <laughs> Yo, I do see what you're saying, though. This nigga's mad disrespectful. How you gonna be on your phone texting when you got the queen right in front of you singing the best song of the last century? Fuck that nigga Kanye, man. Hey, Kanye, get off your phone, you asshole. Show some fucking respect. <laughs> man, fuck this shit, man. Try to go record the show, dog. Fuck this concert. Yeah, man, let's go ahead and get out of here. Let's, oh, let's go, go get these people the content. Hey, man, where are them hoes you promised me, nigga? I got you tomorrow. <laughs> on the miles with that yak hard yesterday, Skip. I be on these miles of hen dog and now y'all got problems with me. That, Let uh... me celebrate. Straight from China. I have more faith in Black Santa. He's not cheap. Who, Black Santa? Yes. Nah. Depends on who Black Santa is. If it's like my daddy, he cheap. No, Happy Black Monday, Santa everybody. Let's get into the oh, shit. Oh, you see? Episode 31, let's go. Hell yeah, I used to walk to class listening to this shit. Like, what you know about that? What summer was this, 06? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This whole album went hard. Happy Monday, niggas. Off this shit. This is King, right? Yeah, this King. Oh no, let me see. Can I get King? You know I got the T I P mix. You said which one? Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. T I T I P and King. A lot of people do. Hey, it's Monday. It's Monday. 
It's Monday, I know I look bad, yeah. Loaded for go on a low with cheese and fresh You wanna wanna go and do that? Eh, eh. Hey, you know what's crazy? I always fucking hit the stop button on the record instead of the app. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Oh no, nah, we good though. All we was right. actually not talking for once. Um, yo, I'm fucking up right hey, now. Hey, who's on that song? This him too though. Who that? Life's ups and down. Oh yeah, yeah, that is my favorite song <laughs> off the album. That is my favorite song off the I album. Jamie Fox is killing the game. What up, man? It's your boy Jumpman Jones. You're live inside episode 31 of the Kickin' Shit Podcast. I am here with my beautiful and talented guest host, man. Talk to him, man. Hey, man. It's your my boy co-host. Ju- oh, okay. My fault. My fault. Well, you said beautiful, man. I didn't know who you this meant. Definitely. Like, oh, yeah. That's, that's all right. I call my nigga hey, beautiful. These, <laughs> hey, these eyebrows is beat, I call baby. my nigga beautiful, man. <laughs> I'll hit my nigga up. Follow my nigga, Jukebox Johnny, man, on yeah. the IG. Please go ahead, man. So hey, I'll let man. The people What's good, box. man? How everybody doing, man? Happy Monday to everybody. It's snowing here, so you know what it is. I'm working from home today. All right, man. And the crew is all back together. <laughs> Miss Nikki, lovely and talented. What's going on? Triple F in the building. Can we not? <laughs> you know my feminism is gonna come out. What if my nigga said you were straight though? I don't know if you want to take that yeah, as a compliment yeah. or not. Yeah, hold on, hold on. He was also a cheater. I mean, he shit. People have their vices. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Thank you to the cheater that complimented my voice. <laughs> he gonna listen to this shit like, man, he told him. Oh, damn. This nigga, yo, you snitching. It's all right, <laughs> man. He cool. <laughs> all right, man. We're gonna dive into the episode, man. You already know what it is, man. It's another week uh, down, so we about to review another week. But before we get into the week, I want to always check on my man, Jukebox. Jukebox, man, holler us, man. How was your week, man? What's, what's going on? You I ain't talked to you all week. Let's go. It was a blessing. I'm going to go ahead and tell this quick little story. All right, all right. So uh, I already told you I was in the kitchen. I got caught, man, looking at this white girl ass at work today. Oh, not today. A couple days ago. Oh, man. She, like, you know, she came over to my desk. She dropped some papers off, and then she walked away. Damn, baby. Yeah, so I was like, oh, shit, fucking ass looking good right now. And she turned around and saw me looking at her ass. Oh, shit. And I was just like, I smiled and like shook my head like, damn, she got me. But she looked at me and she smiled. So it is what it is, man. She know niggas like ass. (laughs) 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 Much better than what I said earlier. All right, man. A whole lot better. Oh, man, you ready for this shit, man? Yeah, man, let's get started, man. Let's let them know what happened this week. All right, man, hold on. Let's see if I get this shit right this week. Hold on, where we at? Hey! Early. Oh, shout out to Dipset, man. New album drop. That shit is decent. I gotta check that out. Jim Jones actually the best rapper now. Jim Jones been a bit. Have you heard Jim Jones' last album? Nah, I hadn't listened to Jimmy. You like in it. In a minute. You like it. I think that's something you like. And I don't ever Last thing I think I listened to Jimmy was Summers in Miami. Summers in Miami. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Um, Summers in Miami. Shout out Trigger. Shout out to <laughs> what? Uh, 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 Trey Songz? Yeah. He's dropping the album soon. Yeah. He's supposed to be dropping the album. Nigga said that shit he dropped the other day wasn't an album. He's like, that's a mixtape. Oh, Lord. Who makes mixtapes anymore? That's what, and that's what he said, too. <laughs> He's like, now we just call them projects. But really, a couple of years ago, this would have been a mixtape. Uh, well, anyway, Trey, fuck you. And rest <laughs> in peace to Steven Hellenberg, the creator of SpongeBob. He passed away. I don't know how old he was. 
Damn, man. Rest in peace, man. Did you watch SpongeBob? I'm not a SpongeBob mm, I wasn't really a SpongeBob guy, but SpongeBob is really like involved in our culture, man. Like people will walk oh, around yeah, yeah, in SpongeBob right. airbrush t-shirts. I had SpongeBob pajamas. SpongeBob forces, yeah. yeah. The damn um what's those things called? That people wear bedroom slippers. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. SpongeBob cuz it was the thing to do when you get high. Watch like SpongeBob cause that shit was fucking wow. retarded. Oh, yo, everybody that <laughs> you said be they laughing watched at that nigga cuz he's so stupid. <laughs> SpongeBob just like SpongeBob is cool cuz he's kind of like nonchalant but he's really gullible. He's a very he's a very in- I guess you can say in-depth character where you really get into who he is. Yeah. But he's just like a really gullible person. Everybody his that friends, say they watch SpongeBob always say they watch it high. I mean, that's I guess that's because you kind of start to analyze the characters on there. Can you explain? Even Patrick. Me? Patrick's like, is he gay? Is he not gay? Who is Patrick? Really? Patrick's very weird. And then you got Squidward. He's the old grumpy guy. He's like, I'm not down to hang with you, SpongeBob. Leave me alone. But SpongeBob <laughs> loves him so much. <laughs> and then you got Mr. Krabs. Mr. Krabs is like a cheap owner. He don't want to pay his employees. <laughs> he cut costs and shit. So you took the question out of my mouth. I was going to have you explain these characters. <laughs> so I mean, it's, I like he really did a good characters. job on those characters, man. Hey, man. Well, shout out to him, man. Making an awesome show for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> We also gonna shout out Ryan Toys. Uh, he's the young boy who reviews toys on YouTube. Yeah, shout Did out to Ryan. Did he make twenty two million? Twenty two million uh, for the year two thousand eighteen, man. Mm. That's what's up. My kids love uh, Ryan Toys because when I saw him up there, I was like, oh, I know who he is. Because I every time I see them watch him, I'm like, man, we need to put y'all ass on camera. Now that is and the one time I tried it, they didn't want to do it. It's like the camera turns on the niggas freeze. Yeah, yeah. They want to do it, man. It's like you ignorant any that, other time. That 22 million sound good to me. He made that shit off of fucking um, plays, endorsements, um, and like, I guess that's it. Really just endorsements the most of it because all the toys and stuff he get for free, people pay him to review their toys. Wow. Ryan's tour review. And then he got a side channel where it's Ryan's family What review. age was he when he started? Do you know? Um, I'm not sure what age he was. I think he's nine right now. Damn, man. But they've been on for a couple years. That nigga made me feel bad about myself. Yeah, man. Get out there and make y'all kids some creators, man. Oh. At least give it a shot. You never know. You might get in the camera and just glow up. Man. 22 million? He's set for life just off one year. I ain't doing shit with my life. Exactly, man. There's a lot of guys on that Forbes list, though. The, uh, the Paul Brothers was on there. What they do on YouTube? Uh, Oh, he started when he was four. Okay. Ah, he started when he was uh, four. But yeah, the Logan, Logan and Jake Paul. Logan used to make more money than Jake, but Logan got in trouble because he did that thing in China uh, when he went to the suicide force. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, but he we still made top that. 10 YouTube earners. I think he was number 10. But now uh, his brother Jake is the uh, big earner now out of the family. Oh, well. Niggas yeah. getting money off YouTube. Then a couple of makeup artists were on there. Yo, yeah. makeup artists be banging. I'm surprised my baby Liza Koshy wasn't on there this year. As a makeup artist? Nah, she uh, she a YouTube person, too. She do, like, funny videos and stuff, but she kind of moving away from YouTube, getting into acting. Transition from YouTube to TV. Yeah, man. That's where it's at. Has we transitioned from YouTube to TV, the cast of Insecure, Yvonne, uh doing big things. Show. Doing big things. Shout out Insecure. I love that show. Me too, man. I love the cast. My boo Molly, aka Yvonne. Yvonne? Yvonne. Origi? Origi? Yvonne Origi. Yvonne Origi. I want to make it African so bad. Pick the mic up. I know, exactly. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I'm sorry. I just really like it when you guys pronounce things correctly. So, Yvonne Orji. Yvonne Orji. I just want to make it Nigerian, so I'm going to say Origi. Actually, 
to make it Nigerian would be to pronounce it Yvonne Orgy. Oh, right. But she signed a book <laughs> deal with Flattron Books, which will publish her faith based. Shout out to Flatiron. <laughs> you say what? Flat Shout iron. out to Flatiron. Oh, that's Flatiron. Thank you. Uh, she signed a deal with Flatiron Books, which will publish her faith based book, advice book, Bamboozled by Jesus How God Tricked Me into Living Out My Dreams. Also, I'm going to read that. Natasha Rothwell lands a deal with HBO, where she will write, produce her. Uh, own star project. What was the name of that project again? Uh, it doesn't have a name. Untitled right now. We gotta get her used to that mic. <laughs> um, we just gotta put it in front of her, man. That's sometimes what you gotta do with women. Just put it right in front of. Them. They they know what to do when it's there. <laughs> 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 All right, and, uh, our girl Issa Ray has a new project. She is co-writing with Laura <laughs> Laura Dern. <laughs> Limited series entitled The Dolls. Hey, shout out to Barry Davis out here with them interracial <laughs> dating. <laughs> oh, that is just one. Are they still together? Oh, man, hold on. Probably not. If she like all the other white girls, probably not. Together, she probably crazy as hell. Awesome. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is crazy. Anyway, they 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 are combined. They they are ah. See, I can't get my words together. They're collabing on a show called The Dolls, or a mini series called The Dolls, about an Arkansas town, and who who had a riot in '83 over Cabbage Patch dolls. Yeah, Cabbage Patch dolls was a fool back in the day. Though. They were a fool back in the day. These niggas don't know. They out here killing each other over Xbox, nigga. That Hell dog, yeah. they, they, they don't know where it really came from. Or the Lucas the Spider yeah. doll. Yeah, man. Oh. <laughs> Fucking Lucas the Spider, man. You want to talk about it? Oh, yeah, man. So, you know, one of my daughters wanted Lucas the Spider for Christmas. <laughs> and um, so I was like, cool, Lucas the Spider, it's going to be cool. I Googled Lucas the Spider, and the resale on them thinks it's like $200 right now. So I seen a bootleg Lucas the Spider. I'm like, shoot, the doctor did say she might need glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so I might get in this bootleg Lucas the Spider and call it a wrap. Yo, my guy. <laughs> Yo, my guy. <laughs> the bootleg Lucas the Spider's eyes was looking different ways and shit. I'm going to tell you like I told you that day in the kitchen, do not get that bootleg Lucas the Spider. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. You wouldn't buy your baby fake James. Don't buy fake Lucas the Spider. You, know, right. you know you wouldn't buy no fake James. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Ah oh, man, where I'm at. Shout out to the cast of Black Panther or the Black Panther movie is so well for three Golden Globe nominations. Best picture, best original song, which is uh what, all the stars, and best original score, which would be the Black Panther soundtrack. So shout out to the Black Panther yeah, movie. Yeah, Still doing big things. I'm surprised my Jordan didn't get a uh, best supporting actor nom. Killmonger was cool. You don't think he did a good job in that movie? Well, nobody got an acting role nomination as far as like Golden Globe. Yeah. So I think no, I think maybe, he did great. I maybe think Oscars, great. man. Maybe we'll get one in the Oscars. But usually they say Golden Globes reflect the Oscars. But I don't like, um, I don't like Michael Jordan when he's trying to be hard. Oh, you don't like a tough Michael B. Jordan? He's really like, not a. I a just bad like him. Guy. I like Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, he's really not a bad guy. But you think about it. Look at people like Denzel. Denzel didn't do get his Oscar until he played a bad guy. Sometimes that's just what you got to do because that, that that shows how good you are at acting when you come outside of your real self to be somebody else in a role. That's true, but do you – have you watched Training Day as an adult? I mean, I catch bits and pieces when it's on, like, FX, but I haven't watched the full movie. Watch it again. Come back and tell me how you feel about Training Day after you watch it again. All right. Because I felt differently about it when I watched it again. All right. All right. Um, Where are we at? 
He's got homework. Um, and last but not least, man, we're gonna shout out Jake Gyllenhaal. Am I right? That's Gyllenhaal. Gyllen. Yeah, Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. He's to play Mysterio in the new Spider-Man Far From Home movie. Big role for him. Um, for those of y'all who don't know who Mysterio is, he's a, of course, he's a villain in the uh, Spider-Man mm-hmm. universe. So I was gonna give y'all a little bit of backdrop. Um, he debuted in Amazing Spider-Man number 13. Mysterio is Quentin Beck, a special effects wizard and stuntman working for a major Hollywood studio with dreams of making a name for himself in the film industry. However, he came to see his career in special effects as a dead-end job. His attempts to become an actor were poorly received, but he realized that his expertise in illusion could make him an effective supervillain. So... He could pretty much rob the bank and not be at the bank. Yeah, man. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because nobody's ever did this character before in Spider Man. I've seen it on a cartoon, but nobody's ever did it in, a, in any of the Spider Man movies. So it's gonna be interesting, man. It's gonna be a good movie, the Spider Man. Yeah, this is a Homecoming. new character. I'm happy they finally got one because I was looking at uh, the Spider Man cartoon that we used to watch when we was kids. Yeah. I was looking at some of the episodes last night, and I was just noticing like all of the villains that we still haven't seen. We always get the Green Goblin. Yeah. But I think like the first episode, the pilot episode had uh the lizard. Remember yeah, the lizard yeah, they did. Yeah, I mean, like, and you that gotta was have one. Kingpin. We hadn't Octopus, seen Kingpin Doc, fight Spider Man yet because he's been kind of related to Daredevil. Yo, if Kingpin get his hands on that little nigga from the Avengers, he gonna fuck him up. <laughs> Probably more, <laughs> more than likely. He in the um, he ain't got no he in the video game. Kingpin, right Kingpin the big bad in the uh, Spider Man video game. Oh yeah, Spider Man. Which I'm surprised need... didn't win Game of the Year. Did you watch the uh, video game awards? Nah, nah. It should have got Game of the Year because that game Red Dead Redemption won. Uh, you know what? If it made it in time, if Red Dead Redemption made it in time enough to get on the ballot, then yeah, yeah Red Dead Redemption definitely. The first Red Dead Redemption won Game of the Year, so it wasn't no surprise. To oh, me. It's not that new one that just dropped. The second one, yeah. They, so the first one won Game of the Year when it came out. The second one just won Game Yo, of the Year. Every podcast and like every time I'm going through blogs and shit, like they everybody's on Red Dead. The first game was good, as y'all all know. I'm having uh problems with my Xbox, so I'm thinking about either going to go get a PS4 or just break it down and fix my Xbox. Fix your Xbox, but uh. Um, the reason I want to get the PS4 is because I want to play Spider-Man too. Well, get both. You yeah, you it. could. You could. I ain't got shit. You just heard me trying to buy my baby a bootleg spider. <laughs> you right, man. Damn. <laughs> you right, man. Uh, how'd you feel about the Avengers trailer? That shit was good to me. I mean, it's a teaser trailer. So it's just teasing you before they drop the real trailer. What? But I liked it. Iron Man is seen in the trailer about to lose oxygen. We yep. know he gonna get saved. Oh yeah, that's when Captain Marvel will come in and grab him. Oh, my my guess. That's I don't your know. guess. That's my guess. Cause I'm trying to figure out. I ain't see her in the teaser, so I'm like, where's Captain Marvel? Yeah. But we seen um he's recording like his last. I guess to his to his lady. Yeah, Pepper. But yo, shout out Gwyneth Paltrow. That was like the saddest. <laughs> I like Gwyneth Paltrow. That was like the saddest, but like most intriguing. Two minutes ever, like yeah. I gotta see this shit. Exactly, I and gotta he, see shit now. You think about it, just in that the, the Iron Man scene, it's like if you deep in space and you know you're about to die, and you got a camera in front of you. I think I would record a message to, to my loved ones. Hey, baby, Hopefully. day seven hundred sixty-five. Uh, I know you see a lot of uh, white goo everywhere. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas don't know what else to do but jack off. <laughs> <laughs> like fuck. 
Cause I jack off again. My shit hard again. Oh, yeah. Let me go ahead and take What's care What's my nigga name from uh, Guardian of the Galaxy? Chris Pratt. What's his character's name? Star oh, Lord. Star Lord. Yeah. Star Lord has some old 1973 booty talking here. <laughs> so I figured I'd go ahead and rub one out. Anyway, if you uh watching this. <laughs> 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 oh man oh my god and then the Captain America scene rest I mean we all know Captain America's supposed to die in this movie or not gonna be in this like you know this is it for him this is his last movie I hope they don't kill the nigga though damn I think they will you think they're gonna kill my I nigga I think so I don't know I don't wanna give away what I think's gonna happen in the movie alright all right. but well, I think I mean, this is it for him so but, um, yeah man it's gonna be a good movie Ant-Man back in there Hawkeye was in there as yeah, uh, I seen Ronan that, which is cool. So he changing his persona. He's gonna be Ronin now. He's gonna carry that blade instead of. Oh, the, that's what the that arrow. Yeah, that's gonna okay, be real. Okay, okay. Yeah, I thought he had dreads when he took that damn hoodie off. I said, "Who the fuck is that?" <laughs> they closing. Uh, what's my girl name? Scarlett Johansson. Is that? Her oh name? yeah. Um, she gonna be Black Widow. She got a show coming out. Listen, I don't think a lot of white women look good, but she look good. Oh, Scarlett Johansson, the baddest, bro. She look good as hell. Like I used to love Jessica Biel was kind of like the badass white girl for me. But I think, I don't know, I still would, if I had a choice, I would still choose Jessica Biel over Scarlett Johansson. But Scarlett Johansson Scarlett is definitely up there. Bad. She bad as hell. Mm. She was prettiest woman in the world at one point. Oh, well, she got the title. I don't know who votes on that. Well, speaking of pretty I know women, I didn't vote. Yeah, but we, we know you didn't vote. Yeah. <laughs> I like my girls BBW. <laughs> I like all my girls BBW. <laughs> speaking of women, Cardi B is, uh, is allegedly left. Offset. <laughs> woo, That's woo, crazy, woo, bruh. Woo. Let's be real, though. Mama. She Dominican. If you ever dated a Spanish or Latina woman, they break up with you all the fucking time. Facts, nigga. They break up with you all the time. That's they get cold, mad. Nigga. They like, fuck you then, nigga. Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what they do, man. And then they, get, they call you later. It's like, you know, sometimes I get mad. I just do crazy stuff. Nah. And they don't apologize. They just say, you know, I get mad. I do crazy stuff. And you just be like, I know. And then, you know, you back over there and y'all had the best sex of your life. That's what I've heard. That's what you heard. That's what you've experienced, <laughs> man. They got like he ain't never been outside no black pussy before. <laughs> Yo, shout out to all my black women out there, man. I'm holding black women down. They're trying to play me right now. <laughs> Shit, man. I got black kids. Anyway, uh, <laughs> nah. But uh, it, it was interesting what came after that, uh, the girls who came forth. One girl posted a video. What was her name that posted a video crying? I can't think uh, of her Summer name. What, what, Summer what? Bunny? Summer Bunny was the one that posted a video, her, herself crying? Mm-hmm. What's she crying about? I don't know. Just saying, like, I ain't mean to come in between. I ain't even think it was serious. Ah, uh, man. Now that I want to come out to woodwork, man, they'll be back together, man. I think they'll be back That's together. probably why she took the video down. They're probably back together now. I think they're back together now, too. Because it's like this. We, we report on the week. It's the end of the week. She's over it. Like yeah. you said, she might be over it. Do I think she needs to leave for real? Yeah. That's just my Possibly, opinion. Possibly, man. You know. It's hard, though. You got kids and shit involved. Well, that nigga got a whole bunch of kids. He obviously don't give a shit. I don't know, man. I don't... Yo, celebrity... Celebrity relationships are, are way different in real life like than regular people relationships. True. I feel like... And then I don't understand why Cardi stays anyway. Like, she has clout in the game like she ain't no broke woman like she got things going for her like she's hot right now you never know man you like, never know she grammy nominated hot right now she definitely is and man. this her first run like this ain't her second run third run like she hot now like i don't know yeah i understand what you're saying she definitely hotter than offset is she hotter than amigos probably so 
Because she's had so many oh, number hell ones. Oh, yeah. I wanted to say no, but nah. That'd be yeah, she's lying. had so many number ones. She had a lot of them. Yeah, she's hot right Her and now. Drake. Drake. Her and Drake, the number one queens right now, or kings. Queen nah, and queen. Nah, nah, you had it right, my nigga. You had nah, it right, queens. I ain't going to do my nigga Trissy <laughs> like that. My fault, man. I'm sorry, God. Are oh, you sorry, God? I'm sorry, God. Anyway, Pusha T still had a bigger album. Hey, Pusha um, T nominated for uh, album of the year. Because the shit was hard, nigga. <laughs> Rap album of the year. I think Nipsey Hussle going to win that shit. Uh, we'll talk about it. All we'll right. talk about it. Closer, we'll, to, closer we'll, to the Grammys, before, we'll talk about before it. Before we get into that. Matter of fact, we can get into it. You okay. want to get into this Grammy discussion? Let's do it. Shit, nigga, nigga. Let's do it, man. I ask you my Grammy if I want one. Shout out Lil Wayne. <laughs> Look good into Drop it. my black and white so, in there. Grammy nominees, y'all. So the Grammys are coming. And so, some things that y'all might care about. A uh, couple of the nominees for album of the year. Drake for Scorpion. This is album mm-hmm. of the year now? Like, regular album. Yeah, that's regular album. Just regular album, Which no I hip-hop. didn't understand, because he did get nominated for rap album, but he got nominated for album of the year, which, you I'd know. rather have album of the year, but I'm nominee for album of the year. Drake for Scorpion. Cardi B, Invasion of Pri- Privacy. Kendrick Lamar is up for one for the Black Panther soundtrack. Post Malone, Beer Bongs, and Bentleys. That was good. Casey Musgraves, Golden Arrow, never heard it. Janelle Monet, Dirty Computer, Computer is a good one. That's a good one. Brandy, Charlie, by the way, I forgive you. And her with her was now with. Is that her album? Is that her um uh, EP? It's a good question. It's her self-titled her. So I'm not sure it's an album or EP. Can I get you on that? They're all EPs. She's not actually put out an album yet. Okay. Mm, All right. Interesting. That's that's crazy. Album of the year has an EP. Shout out to her, man. Her got a fan base. When her dropped the album on you niggas, it's over. All you R and B niggas, it's over when the actual album come out. It's gonna be crazy. Um. Definitely see Cardi B taking home album of the year. Yeah, it's between her and Janelle and Post. Yeah, Inv- Invasion of Privacy was actually pretty good, man. Oh, I'm tripping. Kendrick Lamar. Never mind. For what, the, the Black Panther? Yeah, the Black Panther soundtrack might get album of the year. It could. Mm, it Who might knows? get album of the year. i tell you how the Grammys go. It's always going to be that white person we never heard of. But they lo- they know Kendrick Lamar, and they love Kendrick Lamar. They lucky Kanye ain't going to be there. <laughs> Hold on now. He might be there. It gets crazier. <laughs> Record of the year. Cardi B and Bad Bunny. I like it like that. Brandy oh, Charlie, The Joke, Childish Gambino, This Is America, mm. Drake, God's Plan, Lady nope. Gaga and Bradley Cooper, Shallow, nope. Kendrick Lamar, Scissor, All of the Stars, All right. Post Malone, 21 Savage, Rockstar, mm. Zed, Mary, Morris, and Gray, The Middle. That one, the Zed, the Zed one, that's, that's the jam right there, that's what we missing? I really want Cardi B to win, but The Middle is was played nonstop. Ah. It's a good song, but I mean, I'm always gonna root for Cardi B in every category she's in. Me too. My vote goes for SZA and Kendrick, but could be, you know, it just depends on who voting, man. It honestly depends on who voting. I sung all the stars all the way to September. Oh, so stop. yeah, that's just a good song. <laughs> uh, song of the year. I believe Drake can get this one. God's plan. God's plan. All the stars. LMA booed up. Sean Mendez in my blood, Brandy Charlie, the joke, Zed, Mary Morris, and Gray, the middle. Ooh. Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper, Shallow, uh, Shallow and Childish Gambino. Hold on, what this was the last America. one? Uh, Lady Gaga? No, what was the last uh, category? That was record of the year. So the it's kind of the same thing, yeah. but I don't know. Song of the year, record of the year. I'm not sure what the difference is. 
to me, I don't know, record, like the single guess did numbers. What you got over there? I think it has to do with the numbers. It okay. has to do with like where it was played and all that stuff that we don't really pay attention to or care about. Got you. Okay. All right. Well, those are the nominees for that. Let's get to the let's get to the nitty gritty. Yeah. Let's get into the nitty gritty. Um, the rap shit. Yeah, Best rap performance. Drake, nice for what? Cardi B, be mm. careful. Travis mm. Scott, future and Drake, sicko mode. Ooh, that's it. J Rock, Kendrick Lamar, future and James Blake, King's dead. Or Anderson Pack, bubbling. Ah, uh, I gotta go. Be sicko careful mode. is not. Yeah, sicko mode. Or nice for what? That's between the two of them. And then we got best rap. Kendrick Lamar and SZA. All of the stars. Childish Gambino. This is America. Black and J. Cole. Pretty Little Fears. Ooh, Christina, Aguilera, <laughs> Christina Aguilera. Gold Link. Like I Do. Post Malone. It. Future 21 Savage. Rockstar. That's a, I think that category is Rockstar go, go hard, though. But he said he not a rapper. Who so posts? W- yeah, he exactly. said he's not a rapper. I wouldn't respect him. I but wouldn't he, give him that. He is. I mean, he's classified. I mean, as a rapper. True. He said he uh he a country music artist. I mean, he want to be. <laughs> I think that category is going to Susan Kendrick Lamar. Out of all them songs. Yeah, you might be is right. Nice for what on there? Post Malone probably went. Nah, shit. it wasn't on performance. Best rap sung performance. What that nigga J Cole say about uh he go to the Grammys and uh Iggy. Yeah. Malcolm Moore and Eminem win all the awards. Oh, well, Christa, a- Christina Aguilera did one with Gold Link. I'm actually going to look that up after the show. I never like heard Gold it, but yeah. Shout like out Gold to Link. Gold Link. Hold up. It's three more on there. I was split by ad. Travis Scott and uh, Drake Sicko Mode. Eminem, Future Jordan Lucas, Lucky You, and J-Rock win. Even though I love win. Oh, hold on. That's best rap song. Okay, best rap song. And then Drake's God Plans. Then J-Rock, Kendrick Lamar, Future, and James Blake, King's Dead. Uh, that's, I think I think Drake got it. Drake might take home a lot. He, he used to get nominated and not win it. Kendrick always beat him out. Best Maybe rap this album. This year. Best rap album. Pusha T, Daytona, Travis Scott, Astro World, Cardi B, Invasion of Privacy, Mac Miller, Swimming, Nipsey Hussle, Victory Lap. Victory Lap. Victory Lap. Ah, Victory Lap got my vote. Victory Lap was hard. That shit the was only real. thing is, it's like it's so much shit come out, man. Like, yeah, dude, it's man. like you want to get back to it and you don't get like if it's like if this shit would have came out in 05, I knew all the words to every song on that album. I knew all the words. That, like, it's like music will come out, but then it's like that influx of Fridays was just back to back to yeah. back. Fucking Gucci came out this week. It's but just I, too much. Yeah, it is a lot. I think when Nipsey dropped, <laughs> Nipsey came out and it was just Nipsey. You know what I'm saying? Like for a solid month, that was the only thing to really listen to. So you listened to that shit because it was good. Yeah. But then it was like when that summertime hit, every weekend something new. Boom. True. You know what I'm saying? I think the winter time might be the best time to just drop your shit. Yeah. But I mean, we'll I gave Meek a couple turns. I just gave Meek the second turn, but I'm doing that on purpose. I don't want to wear it out. Like, I like it, and I, my second time listening to it is great. It's fantastic, um, but I don't want to wear it out. I got you. This is interesting. Producer of the year, non-classical. Kanye West is up for award. Linda Perry, Boy Wonder, Larry Klein, Damn, and Pharrell. Boy Wonder's still making beats? And Pharrell, did Pharrell drop an album this year? Am I right? Did he? I think Pharrell did Neptunes drop an album. Neptune's dropped an album. Yeah. That album was good, actually. See? See how shit just comes out? Yeah. Like, we, you, you forget shit comes out, and you forget. Um, also, categories like best music video. I think the Carter's Take Keith up. wasn't on that bitch? No. 
I think he did a lot of work, but we talking about the best. <laughs> Boy Wonder made it, so you know that got that's that Drake affiliation. Yeah. Um, the Carters are up. I haven't seen the ape shit video for the Carters. Is that any good? Uh oh yeah, I seen it. It's alright. It's about like art and shit. They up against Childish Gambino, so that's gonna be interesting. Oh, he gotta win that. That was a that was a <laughs> that nice movie, ass video. Yeah, Which that, one? This is America or something? This, yeah, this is America. Oh, okay. This is America. Like, kind of shook shit up. And everybody looked at This Is America. Not just black folks. Like, yeah. everybody looked at This Is America. Um, and I, that's just about as deep as I'm going to go in these Grammys. It's a lot of categories. Yeah. Um, Something to watch for, though. Something for yeah, us I'll to find to watch for. We got a lot of us nominated, man. So, yeah. shout out to all the I feel the like every other year they alternate who they're going to emphasize and what genre of music they're going to emphasize at the Grammys. Because a couple years ago, it was like all country artists mm-hmm. were like the, the highlights. And this year, it seems like they're going more down the hip-hop world. Speaking of country artists. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Adele. I wonder what she's doing right now. Because you know she don't drop an album until she like, have a bad breakup or a bad relationship. Oh, so you feel like an album's coming? I don't know. I want to see if she if she's still with that same guy she was with, the guy she had the baby with. So I like country music, and I'm listening to I'm listening to something. And there was an article about... Um, I was looking for articles for the show, and there was an article about a, a black country star who didn't know he was black. I'm like, what the fuck? Until uh-huh. he, and that's what the headline said. So when I clicked on it, he learned when he was like four or five that he was mixed. His name is Kane Brown. I started checking out his music, man. He sound real good. I don't know if you'll check it out. Anybody check I it might, out. I might. I might. I might give him a shot, man. Kane Brown. Kane Brown. He's like 23 years old. He's young black. He looked like Devin Booker. But I was like, yo, that's crazy. Go ahead, Nick. He is very interesting because he looks. So you know Kane Brown. Yes, yes, I know who he is. He looks. He looks and acts like he should be doing something else. Else? And did you hear his voice? Yeah, but then he sings country. It's oh, great. Have you heard his voice? Yeah. His voice is crazy. Yeah, I've seen it's it before, like him, but every time man. I Damn. physically see him, I'm like, is he like a new rapper? I'm like, did that voice come out of him? Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> match, but yeah, he's mixed. So yeah, I just, why you mentioned country music, that's my country music tangent. Hey, that is what's up. Y'all seen that teacher with the fat ass that was kind of going around uh, Twitter and Instagram? I did, because it's always oh, the same oh, conversation. Yeah, she had, <laughs> she a, had fat, a fat ass. Fat as hell, but she said she uh college professor. Yeah, the conversation is always about appropriate dress for, for women. Oh, let me see this. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, y'all, we have gotten into... She a butterface, though. I'm be real with you. I need to see Everything visual. always comes down to a woman's body. Like, jeez. What, is she dressing appropriately, She's appropriate dressed appropriately. for school? She just has a really large butt. Well, you know you can do about that. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, she did have some high heels on. <laughs> what that mean, nigga? They can't wear heels? Hell no. Nah, you got no fat ass like that. Feminist LG. <laughs> you got a fat ass like that. You can't wear no heels. That shit extra sexy. And she had the long Nubian hair. Nigga, you just offended half our fan base. Sorry, ladies. Y'all she can wear wore the heels. heels. Y'all can wear heels. Yeah, wear. Don't let jukebox tell y'all what to wear. Nah, remember yeah, he like was on episode shit. thirty, caping for for Trump. <laughs> hey, shout out to my boy Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll be black in 2019. All right, all right, all right. Let me man. enjoy these last few weeks as a white, <laughs> as a white up, male. I'll be black. Identifying as a white male. Let me enjoy these last few weeks identifying as a white male. Yo, we got a news flash for you. When the, <laughs> yo, let's take them downtown to the precinct and see what they say he is. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Yo, man, man check this out. Why we talking? Uh, Why we on the music discussion? Um, And the reality discussion, because we was talking about Cardi B. Um, 
I do want to hear your review on the real side chicks of Charlotte. First of all, I want to know why the fuck are you watching this show? I just want to know. First of all, I want to know why the why the fuck are you watching the real side chicks of Charlotte? I mean, I gave it a shot and I actually enjoyed it. You know, it's um, if I can say anything about this show, it's reality TV. It's ratchet. It is ghetto. It is kind of low budget. But if you think about all the reality shows we compare it to now, this shit is probably one of the realest ones because you think about real housewives. These women got shitload of money. It's nobody we can relate to on that show, honest to God. And then you got the Married to Medicine. There's nobody we can re- like relate to on that show, honest to God. <laughs> but here we got these girls driving Honda Accords. They live in our city. Uh, I feel like they're just more relatable than what we see late. We see what we've seen lately on reality TV. So, how many episodes in are you? So, two episodes. Only been two episodes. They come on Mondays on YouTube and Amazon Prime. Tell everybody about uh, Real Side Chicks and Charlotte. I want to know, like, yeah, who, who the fuck is on this show? So, do, you got. We know anybody on this show. Does anybody know anybody? Yo, if you know somebody on this show, hit the website, hit the contact tab, hit us up, let us know, or write us at kickingshitpod at gmail.com. Definitely. So it's um, it kind of remind me of like that college hill thing. Like I said, it's relatable because you kind of going through the same things a little bit of what these people are going through. Um, oh Jesus! I yeah. just seen that teacher. They go to fat ass. Yeah. No. Yeah, let no college uh professor. There goes that woman, Johnny. That woman. Oh yeah, that and woman. her butt is big. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Can I, ladies? Can we get a? I'll give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> God, yeah, man, that's what's up, man. Look, <coughs> like she got them pants from the Mexican store. Is that her the Mexican Instagram? grocery store? They be selling the jeans. Can we get people that, that her Instagram? Huh? <laughs> she probably had to delete her shit. Oh my God, that's a teacher. <laughs> mm. Uh, mm. but yeah, man. So back to the show, man. Hold on, I need, I need. You want to see that again? You all right, man? <laughs> what would you do with something like that? <laughs> These are great questions. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish it. I just give you keep going. I just need a second. God, All right, I'm, so it's, it's hot in here. So the show, um, it follows women who claim to be side chicks, um, and what they do, pretty much in the show, is pretty much you see in all the other uh, reality shows. They meet up, they go out to dinner, they fight each other, they <laughs> argue, they go through relationship <laughs> issues. The only difference between other reality shows and this one is these women are claiming to be side chicks. A lot of them are involved in like the. Uh, I guess you could say the entertainment side of things. Like one girl, she's trying to be an actor. One girl, uh, Brick, she's the, the stereotypical white girl on the show. She is trying to be uh, a musician, and she does music with her man, who is a guy named Nicky Bands, who looked like Lil Wayne. There has been a lot of conversation about um, that white girl. Bricks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she she's like stereotypical. Like, she could tell she hang around black people, but deep down inside, she's blonde. Like, the stereotypical blonde. Like, gotcha. she's she's kind of, like, ditzy a little bit. So, But she, she a cool girl. What's the storyline here? Like, so, what, the, what everybody has their own storyline. So, the Brick storyline is her and the dude, Nicky Bands, are together, but he is messing around with another chick. Right. And uh, he's denying it right now, but people saw him get into a car. He said one of the realest things I ever heard when he got confronted by Bricks. Right. She was like, um... Who's that girl you got in the car with? He's like, shit, if I pull my phone out and look up the Uber driver name, I'll let you know who that was. I said, yo, that shit real as hell. <laughs> uh, but so far. <laughs> nah, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, far, man, it's, I mean, it's drama. 
I mean, if you like reality TV, you're going to like this show. Um, two of the characters I like the most is a girl named Lynette on there. It's a girl named Shador on there. Uh, Lynette, you could tell Lynette about her money. She just bought a condo. That was kind of what the first episode was about. They had a housewoman at her house, and there was a little drama there. And But she just, like, cool as hell. She had a threesome on the second episode. What? Yeah. Did they show that shit? Because I, I, I did see the trailer, and I did yeah. see, like, the sexual cuts. And I was like, they, yeah, they, they show the a little bit. They don't show, like, uh, the sex part, but they show, like, them kissing and shit like that. But, it, I mean, it's definitely 100% ratchets, definitely 100% hood. I just enjoy it so much because it's in Charlotte. And then it's like like people we grew up around actually created the show. You know, uh, James' cousin, one of the producers on that shit. Shout out to that nigga. Yeah, man. And I mean, I mean you got to support. Up. Like, if you were if you a rapper in Charlotte, I feel like you did yourself a disservice if you didn't hit them up and say, hey, can I get my music on this show? Because they showcase a lot of local artists on the show. Oh. Like, in between the commercial breaks, they play a lot of uh, local artists' music and stuff on the show. Name a few lo- local artists that they may have played. Uh, they got, like, 704, Miss 704 on there. They got uh, Baby yeah, on there. Oh, the Baby? Okay. Um, the baby, some the girl baby, I never baby, heard baby. of on there, but it's a lot of artists on there Shit. just besides them. Okay. Uh, but I do want to highlight from episode two, this shit was like a gem from the episode, so I, I had to take the clip off YouTube. But uh, Shador was basically talking about why she quit her job, and I feel like every young person need to hear this shit, so I'm going to play it for y'all. Shador is my favorite right now because she like, if I had a hood chick, this would be my hood chick. <laughs> if I had a hood chick, yo. All right, here we go. Just leave your job. Start for one... I mean, I was really getting paid some good, good money. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, when you're tired of just being in the same situation for so long, you got to make sacrifices. Mm-hmm. And, like, my biggest goal is to really pursue my acting career. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I really had to make that sacrifice to do what I want to do. So at the end of the day, it is what it is. I went ahead and quit, and it's, I've been quit for about five, six months now. Mm-hmm. And it's good. Yeah, a little couple quit. bills late here and there, but that's life. You yeah, know what I mean? You're going to always yeah. owe somebody. Yeah. So as long as you keep that in your head, like, it is what it is. Well, I invited all of you ladies here for Girls Talk. Well, since you're hey, man, I ain't gonna lie. That shit was real as hell, right? I was, I was that's ta- my baby I right now. I was talking shit. How long the episodes? They about 30 minutes. I could do 30. I can waste 30 minutes of my life. <laughs> that's I, my I'll baby right now. I'll so that's, I'm gonna keep watching it for her. She do got a little love interest on the show. They fell out a little bit because she asked him to uh, pay for her photo shoot. He said, yeah, she wanted him to, he wanted her to come to the crib. She's like, nah, I got to go hang out. And they kind of fell out. But that's my baby on the show right now. I'll let y'all know, man. I'm going to get into episode three. I'm a little bit, little, be a little bit more detailed with episode three. But I just want to let y'all know it's a good I'm show. I'm going to join you Give on this shot. shit so we can banter on it. Because I didn't, like, you just saw, like, you, I, I want to watch it now. And for, I watched the first three minutes and I was like, this is too scripted. It is very like my scripted. man came in, him and old girl got in a fight. I'm like, is <laughs> yeah, he Yeah, like it opened like, up like kind of weird. But what? I think they had to do some feeling. When the white girl outside at the car waiting on him? No, nah, no, nah, that was Something. the second scene. The white girl's in the second scene. Okay, 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 yeah. yeah. And I made it that far. I was like, all right, can't get these But I mean, these girls is cool, man. I think so. All right. Yeah, I mean, they just trying to make something out they self. Ain't that what we all doing? Nah, fuck that. You've been dropping gems like two weeks straight. Man, y'all trying to uh, get into this Kevin Hart shit? Yeah, let's do it, man. Miss Nikki, uh, you, you what, what did you... Oh, I was just going to ask. I was very impressed that they got like half a million views and it's only been out for like a week. Yeah, the first episode got a half a million views. The second Yo! one's over 100,000 right, right now. It's crazy. Shout yeah. out Real Side Suits of Charlotte. I love reality TV, so oh, I will be watching wasn't it. Wasn't she mentioned, uh, what was the what was the guy, Lil Duval mentioned him? Lil Duval did an interview with them at the Breakfast Club. Recently. 
it was I guess it was earlier this year. I thought it was they were recently. trying to be picked up to actually be on like syndicated TV. Yeah, they were trying to get on. This the will never make it to syndication. Like, no, it's going to be a YouTube show. Yeah. I don't Which know. is okay. That's, I the, don't that's, know. The, that's the way the world going right now. Half a million. They'd have to edit a lot of stuff. Yeah, edit a lot of stuff, but at the same, you have more freedom on YouTube. You have more freedom on YouTube, but at the same time, I like the fact that they pitched it. Nobody took it, so they said, "All right, we're gonna take our own money." Exactly, we gonna do it. man. True, because but the now, term "side chick" is not gonna make it Holly, onto TV. But this is this is what will make what will make it onto TV is their idea because half a million. It don't have to be on TV though. That's the thing. Everybody's streaming nowadays. But it's more so about a budget. Maybe Netflix will pick Maybe. it up. Maybe a lot of times it's about the budget. So let's say get some funding. Let's say this is very low budget. Exactly. So what I'm saying is you sign for a bigger budget. Now, I don't know how much money they'll make off YouTube, if they'll make any money off YouTube. Let's say they do make money off YouTube. By the time they get signed, then it might come down to a decision like, hey, we got this much money to work with. We working with these people by now. We don't necessarily need to sign with this company or this company or that company. But if it gets to the point, like I say, numbers is everything. So five hundred million, five hundred thousand, they might bet their eye at that. Four million consistently, three million consistently, two million consistently, every week they get in these views. Now they looking at it. Now they saying we might not be able to, we might we might not be able to. Side chicks might not fly, but what network would side chicks fly on? I mean, that's another question you have to ask yourself because just because we don't think it'll get picked up by what the places we watch reality TV shows on, probably not. Yeah, like it definitely won't be on Bravo or anything like that. Bravo but they can make like waves, sophisticated ratchet. So, but they can make waves on Cinemax. You get oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, like a like a um, a like, premium channel like HBO Cinemax Showtime. Exactly, like our show, Topless Interviews, coming to yeah. Cinemax in 2025. True. Wait, but what? Let's be. I mean, I don't like. In this day and age, you can stream and make money. YouTube can give them some money. They can be, they can go YouTube Red if they wanted to. YouTube can pick them up. You can stream these days and make money. That's the future. Streaming. Like, no, I agree. Tw- 10, 15 years from now, I think everything is going to be more Netflix. There's going to be another Netflix out there. You oh, yeah. have to pay it's for streaming. subscriptions every month. Oh, yeah. It's all awesome. streaming. You ain't going to be paying for cable. You're going to be paying $120 for cable, but you're going to pay a total of $120 in subscriptions. Honestly, that's where you want to go. If you have an idea... If you get picked up streaming, but they are on Prime, Amazon. Who? Uh, side chicks. They're on YouTube and Amazon. Prime. So, so that's what I'm saying. If you get picked up streaming and make money from it, great. You know what I'm saying? Or just get on some some streaming networks. Period. Great. I feel like that's it. But um, I don't want to spend too much time on it. Kevin Hart. Yeah, man. So um, if you guys been paying attention to the news, you're it's all right if I just go. Stay on the mic, baby. All go right. Ahead, <laughs> uh, so if you guys been paying attention, Kevin Hart recently announced that he was going to be the host of the Grammys. Um, two days later, was that Grammys or Oscars? Oscars, I apologize. Oscars. Uh, two days later, you know, he basically said that he's not going to be hosting the Oscars anymore because, uh, you know, people put up some homophobic tweets that he had made um, eight, nine years ago. Um, I don't know how I feel about this because I feel like we dig a lot of things up when it's necessary for certain people's agenda. I feel like those tweets got picked up just because of what happened prior to when he had his <clears throat> sons, Cowboys and Indians. I He wasn't on my radar. And I believe he got on everybody's way radar when he did that. Then he didn't want to apologize for it. Then after he didn't apologize, for, I wouldn't apologize for the birthday party thing either, but I also wouldn't have said shit. Um, but he didn't apologize for it on the radio show. Then had to fucking turn around and apologize for it. Then throws in the face of America, hey, I'm about to host the Oscars. So... Whoever seen the Cowboys and Indian shit and Twitter went crazy over that, 
definitely somebody was out here in his in his uh tweets looking up his, maybe he's homophobic too. Let's get him. <laughs> yeah, you know what definitely. I'm saying? I believe he put the target Black on himself. Black man hosting the Oscars. I don't think that ever happened. Mm, was it Chris Rock we said hosted the Oscars? Oh, okay, Chris Rock. Did it twice. Chris All Rock right. did it twice. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. On this one, I feel like. But that's the thing. I know Chris Rock done made some fucking gay jokes before. Not, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if I'm not in the spotlight in this new day and age, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say everything is going on. Hey, I'm Kevin Hart. I'm doing the Oscars. Oscars happened. Nothing. He had controversy up until his announcement. Once you put a negative spotlight on you, people are digging at you now. They searching for shit. And it wasn't the fact that what he did with his son's party. It's the fact that when he chose to address it, he didn't apologize. What One thing people don't like is, oh, this motherfucker don't want to be apologetic. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they went in on him, which he deserved. You know what I'm saying? After you go on and you still don't want to apologize. Yeah. Like, I would have just honestly not said nothing or apologized. If it was me. And I threw that party for my kid, the cops and, uh, not cops and robbers, the, the Native American, uh, twisted Indians and Cowboys shit. Yeah. Then I would have just said, said nothing like fuck Twitter and fuck the media. I'm not, I'm not addressing that. And I'm going on to do my Oscar shit. That would have been the end for me. Yeah. And I would have still had my Oscar show. So you would have apologized for that. No, I wouldn't have said shit. Oh, what did he say? Anything. He took upon himself to go on his (laughs) radio show and address it. And say, come on, man, y'all too sensitive. Which not, they are. Hold on, hold on. I'm not saying he's wrong in what he's feeling, but think about it. You're Kevin Hart. This is me and you. We can say whatever the fuck we want. We can't be Kevin Hart and get on the radio and be insensitive about cowboys and Indians. We cannot get on the radio and be insensitive about that because he he, he either gets on the radio, apologizes for the statements for the cowboys and Indian things, or just. Tell his family, like, listen, the media's going crazy. You might get some questions. Don't address it. We didn't think too much about it. We just thought it was some playful shit, but they not taking it that way. I do understand what's going on, but when y'all go out here and plug it, boom. Get on his show, act like nothing happened. Then guess what happens when you... Learn a lesson from Dwight Howard. Because we ain't heard... We ain't talked well, about that bottom, shit. Stay bottom, stay down. Nah, we ain't uh, talked about it. He ain't talked about it, and we ain't talked about it. Yeah, true. So I I feel like sometimes you're probably pissed though, man. People don't. Just, sometimes people, you it's better just to shut the fuck up. True, but you gotta think about it, man. Sometimes people just come at you, like especially somebody in his shoes. They just come at him every time he do some every move he make. The cheating allegations, the cowboy Indian thing, now this gay thing. I mean, I guess that's the the price you pay for being popular and famous. People gonna come at you and analyze every type, every little thing you do. But at one point, where do you say enough is enough? Leave me the fuck alone. Let me live my life like y'all live y'all's. I think you give up your life when you're famous. You mm. because everything you say and do back to the public, there's like people on your side, but just as many people on your side as people against you. And then on top of the people that's against you, they pulling facts now. They pulling facts. Yeah. And then they got a community to back But why do we pick facts? and choose who we pull the facts against? I mean, listen. He's not the only person. We all used to make gay jokes. We we didn't. We we always do rapey shit. We always make gay jokes. We always do some Kevin weird Hart. shit. We're not Kevin Hart. Yeah, but I mean, it's famous people that have done that before. I'm pretty sure Jimmy Kimmel said some gay jokes before in the past. And he's hosted the Oscars plenty of times. Jimmy Kimmel not under fire. That's why all, all I'm saying is this. I'm not saying if he would have just came under fire for hosting the Oscars, it's a different conversation. You've been under fire for a couple weeks, three weeks straight now you've been under fire. And 
Every time I applaud you for getting on the camera and saying, fuck y'all, y'all sensitive. I'm not apologizing for that shit. But at the same time, what does he in turn do? Ends up apologizing for the shit because he knows that he cannot still carry on the brand if he doesn't. <laughs> so he has to address these things. Yeah. Sometimes you just better. Sometimes you just don't address shit. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just let the public address shit. Sometimes you let people debate about shit. I feel it's kind of like when we was talking about ABC and Roseanne. So Kevin Hart is basically he a person, but he a brand. So when we said that ABC had to make a decision on the Roseanne thing, even though they knew that was her, and that's what kind of racist shit she be talking about, they had to cut her out her own show because they had to look good in the eye of the public. So Kevin Hart has to look good in the eye of the public. So he has to apologize for things that he used to do. Well, the thing was, I also read an article. He apologized 12 a.m. on the 7th. Mm -hmm. He announced that he wasn't doing the show after he apologized because the Oscars came to him on that same day and said, hey, we want you to apologize. He told the Oscars, like, hey, I already apologized. I'm, I'm not apologizing anymore. And so he said, I'm good. I want. I just want to do your show. That's really the timeline. He he's yeah. already, he he said he said what he said. He said, "Come on, man. I've grown from that. I've grown yeah. from that." They still didn't let up. He apologizes. He put out two videos not apologizing. Then he got on Twitter in 12 a.m. on uh December 7th and apologized. The Oscars asked him whatever December 7th in the afternoon by Friday after by Friday evening, he's not doing it. He said he's not. That's what he said. He said he's not doing the Oscars anymore. So he like I'm not apologizing no more. Fuck y'all niggas. Yeah. <laughs> so he which already did, and so he's just letting it rock, which I think he should. Just shut the fuck up, bro, and and just yeah. move on to your next whatever your next journey is. I guess so, but like I mean, I was gonna use this nigga for my real nigga of the week, but I do have a backup. <laughs> Nick Cannon brought out some tweets from Amy Schumer, uh, Sarah Silverman, where they basically said some uh, homophobic stuff too, and it's like he was basically like, "Are y'all gonna come from them now?" I mean. Like I said, Kevin Hart put himself in like it's hey, not that. I it's just, not. It's like it's okay. People let's pick go. and choose so they want to pick on. I agree, but it's social it's, justice warriors, man. That shit's starting to get annoying. But at the same time, with Roseanne, Roseanne was under fire. Once Roseanne came under fire for her tweets, they started digging up more shit on her. Yeah, but as long as she was just doing her show, she was fine. Yeah, I mean, you're right, but <laughs> like, it's just like, damn. As long as she was just minding her fucking business, she was, sometimes you got to ignore, like, I feel like in Hollywood, it's, it serves just you. Just don't say nothing about it. It serves you just not to address certain things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I keep pointing out Dwight Howard because, like I say, that's a prime example of how the internet just straight trashed this man, and he had a whole spectacle going on. It was talked about, and it quickly got swept under the rug, and he didn't go make it a statement. He didn't do anything. They put out a statement. Management didn't say shit. Nobody said shit. He was actually accused of harassing a person and, and threatening a person and didn't address it. And ain't nobody talking about that shit. Yeah, it might be right, man. You, you, I think by I, a lot of times, and I use this in my personal life, I don't give fight. Like, people ask me questions sometimes in public to see my reaction. And I can feel very strongly about what you're telling me. But I know you want a reaction so we can go further in the conversation so we can have a conversation about whatever you want to have a conversation about. I literally will say, man, that's crazy. And keep walking. <laughs> like, I don't I don't have... How you feel about that? Like, at work, how do you feel about... They'll ask me something racial. How you feel about that? I have no thoughts on that. 
Fuck the motherfucker. Because we're not finna have a racial discussion, me and you. We're not. And so I feel like once you start apologizing and going out here and saying, yeah, y'all too slight. This ain't the time to, no matter whether it's true or not, this ain't the time for somebody like Kevin Hart to say, y'all sensitive. Yeah. It ain't. Now, me and you, y'all niggas sensitive. You know what I'm saying? Damn right, y'all motherfucker sensitive. That's all I got to say. Let a motherfucker come in here and give us $2 million. That's all I got to we say. We ain't in a position to say they sensitive no more. Once you get a sponsor, once you got Nike on you, once you got motherfuckers that's paying your bills, he should have known better. He should have known better. You have to be culturally sensitive once you put in a certain position. You just have to be. Whether you don't want to be or you want to be, you have to be. And in that nigga case, he was already under fire. And they dug up more shit. Do I think it's right? Nah, I don't think it's right. But <laughs> what what is he going to do? Nothing else. You I make his money, you man. You either go apologize or you going to stand by your shit and see what happens next. Like, yeah, I made the tweets. Fuck y'all. Next What's to- next? Next topic. <laughs> I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, last weekend news, um, Paris had some riots or... Uh, they call them demonstrations. I just want to brief y'all. The government in France has raised taxes to a point where the people are saying enough is enough. A recent tax hike on gas sparked a yellow jacket protest. The people of Paris see the rich getting richer and the poor getting poor. It's getting to the point with the taxes over there where they can't really live. So um, it's been days and days of riots. The reason why I was looking at that because I was looking at all the footage and the people they were interviewing and how bad it's getting. Do you think we'll ever come together like that i feel like i mean shut, I, I shut shit down like they've shut down tourism yeah you know what i'm saying like they've shut some shit down really like he he lowered the gas prices and right now they still rioting yeah so like, i don't think america would get like that i feel like we've had chances to get like that but i feel like we we know how to do the peaceful protest the proper way here in america like when we had the uh, women's march on uh on the Washington, like people was out there wilding, but it wasn't no like riots. People was fighting in here and there. Charlottesville was kind of a stain on us when the um the uh, alt right had their little whatever you want to call powwow in Charlottesville last year. That was kind of crazy, but I don't think we'll ever get that fucking crazy. I don't think the government will let us get that fucking crazy. Government starts killing niggas. They don't give a fuck. I agree. I agree with that last statement. <laughs> yeah, I do think um, the Paris thing is a sign of the times. I know a lot of times we don't pay attention to things that happen in other countries, us being Americans. But I think it's a sign of the times that we live in, um, when people can just put their differences aside, band together, and say, you know what, the, you know, we're getting fucked by our government. You know, we're not taking it anymore. We hitting the streets. We shutting shit down. Fuck that. They gonna have to listen to us. And I always say I would like to see the day America gets to that point because when we do protests now, um, when you see these organized protests, like organized protests is bullshit, to be honest with you. That's why I say it's peaceful protests here in America. Yeah, but what's a peaceful protest? You know what I'm saying? Your protest should, your protest should make someone feel threatened. Oh, you like Malcolm X with the shit. Mm, that's the purpose. You want Any change. necessary. You want change, right? I'm not saying be violent. Your presence, that's what I mean. The presence of the crowd should make you feel threatened. When they originally did the Million uh, Man March, uh, the presence of a million black people in Washington, D.C. scared motherfuckers. Yeah, man. 
The presence of a million people doing anything nowadays is social media. The Black Panther scared people back in the day. But if you're not scared, the FBI was investigating the motherfuckers like a, like crazy. When the Federal Bureau investigating investigations start investigating you, yeah. you're doing something right. Yeah. But I feel like today when we get together and we protest the way they want us to protest, however that is, and they get news coverage and you get singers and actors and people to come sing at it, they're not threatened. They got news coverage. They got. People, you got, yeah, you got proper permits. It's a permits show, nigga. Shit. Yeah, it's it's a fucking <laughs> rally. A liquor they might as well get a fucking food truck and sell food. That's not a real protest. A real protest does not have to involve violence, but your presence should be threatening. I.e., a Charlottesville. I.e., when that uh, Keith Lamont Scott oh, was yeah. shot in Charlotte, and, uh, and they started shutting shit the down. Shit back in uh, was it Ohio a couple years ago? Oh, man, when the kid got... I think it was Ohio or Also, uh, Missouri. Oh, where, yeah, Missouri. Uh, Missouri, That's what I'm where my about. man got killed. Yeah. The presence of those black people in Missouri. Yeah. We got black people in white places. Y'all need to get the You're fuck right. away from here. Because they keep Lamont Scott. I was working uptown, and like for that whole week, they let us out early. They was like, nah, we can't put y'all in danger. The presence. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just their presence alone was like, damn. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But did you, anything get accomplished, though? But and that's all three of those. Nothing got a persistence. You get what I'm saying? They've been at this for eight days. Same shit. Yeah. So a lot of times, which is what happens here in America is even when we are, even when we are threatened and we're met with force, we go back to work and shit. We like, damn, nigga, I got bills. Yep. These niggas been at this shit for eight days. Somebody over there is like, yo, fuck that job, nigga. You going to you? We going downtown with me today? We at it. You know what I'm saying? We need these guys because honestly. Fuck going to work. We can't afford to. We can go to work, but what? Just to pay the nigga the, the money right back to the government? Yeah, that's true, man. I also believe like you got to be willing to lose a little sleep for what you believe. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but man, I don't know if that ever happened here. Because like I said, I think the government will start capping it. Oh yeah, most definitely. They like fuck this shit. <laughs> we'll find a way to get off. I agree, man. <laughs> we um, the government. We gonna find a way to make these murders, you know, make sense. Oh yeah, they are gonna make it make sense, and they are gonna get them shits off the books. <laughs> <laughs> And last but not least, this week, a Baltimore woman was killed after giving money to a panhandler. Jacqueline Smith was killed after stopping. Oh, I got the hiccups. Jacqueline Smith was killed after stopping to give a uh, a panhandler. Oh, uh, hold on. I'm going to run back. Jacqueline Smith was killed. Jacqueline Smith of Baltimore, Maryland, was killed after stopping to give a homeless woman who appeared to be holding a baby with a sign that said, please help me feed my baby. When she rolled down the window, a man reached in and grabbed her purse. After a brief struggle, she was stabbed. Her husband sped off and took her to the hospital while the woman and the man, the panhandlers, were seen running off with her wallet. Jacqueline later on died in the hospital. Mm. Um... I never stopped to give money to panhandlers. I ain't doing that shit no more. Fuck y'all. But, I, I used to love giving it to y'all. But this this story right here was just kind of like, damn. Like they fucked it up for all the homeless people out here. Like that's, I mean, that kind of shows when we say, um, man, they don't need that money or they, man, he got money or they hustling us. You know what I'm saying? Like we see it as a, that was like an actual hustle. It really was. If you think about it, they like set her up. Yeah, it's, it's it's like a setup. Like damn, she got a kid. It's yeah. cold out here. You know what I'm saying? It's it's November in Maryland. You know what I'm saying? It's cold. Let me give you let exactly. me give you some money. They hit you with the you know, at the heart. They hit you in the heart and you're like, Oh, I feel soft. I feel like I need to give them something. I gotta take care of that baby. It's like when you give money to a homeless person because they got a dog. 
It's exactly. Like, yeah, I feel sorry for the damn dog. Not your ass. <laughs> Not your lazy ass. And here we are. She's yep. dead. So I, I did want to highlight that story. If anybody didn't hear that story, I thought that was crazy. Yeah, um, that shit is crazy. Be careful out here. Um, I was raised, you know, homeless men would come up to me and my mother all the time. My mom was like, hurry, get in the car. Hurry, get in the car. That's how my dad is. My yeah. dad, like, keep walking. Don't even say nothing. Don't even say him. nothing. But, I mean, always be aware, man. Just, I, hey, I hate to say it, man. My mom used to say when she was little, they would go to sleep with their screen door open. And it's crazy. We don't live in those times anymore. We don't even live in the early 2000s no more. <laughs> yeah. Like, in the early 2000s no more. Like That's very true, I don't man. even think that was as bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, you got to be careful, man. It's it's getting crazier. Hey, shout out to the nigga in Greensboro one time. I was uh, at the Compare Foods off Summit Avenue. Shout out Summit Avenue. Uh, and I walked in, and I came back out, and there was a bum out there. He asked me for some money. I was like, man, I gave you $5 last week, which I really did give him $5 last week. And he was like, uh, he was like, oh, I appreciate that, man. You need anything? Nigga put out a wad of cash. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, this is bullshit. So I sparked it up a little bit with him. And he said that he actually he goes to the city and he gets these panhandling, like a panhandling license to make it legal for him to stand on the street and ask for money. That's what he do for a living. Wow. Shout out to that nigga. Yeah. Compare foods. Hey, all our Greensboro listeners. Hey, hey, man. Compare yeah, foods. Yeah, man. I got to come up there. I miss Elizabeth, man. I need some of that pizza in my Yo, life, man. Elizabeth is Yeah, yeah. Fire. You fucked up. That shit's good. Even when you not fucked up, that shit good. Nigga, they cheesesteak is on point. Yeah, they steak, Yo, chicken Greensboro and steak. is the place you can go and like eat. Oh, yeah. Like, they got Dave's chicken eat. and waffles there. Ain't really nothing Elizabeth. to do up there, but play ball, go to school, and fuck. fuck, and eat. Like, exactly. that's it. <laughs> that's all there is to do. Ain't yeah, shit else to fishing. do, man. My Same niggas thing be going fishing up there now. I'll be looking on Instagram. I got a couple Oh, yeah. Uh, what's fishing. his name? E. E. Here he go fishing. <laughs> My nigga uh, Carlos be going fishing. I'm like, damn. That's how you know you're really country when you go fishing. Mo- Yo, before we uh, dive into the form, I did have a question. I sent you AI starting five. Oh, yeah. Shout out to AI, man. Shout out to AI, man. Let me go. call that nigga real quick. <laughs> <laughs> like, what you want? What you want? You I told nigga? you lose my number. You got a nigga number? Yeah, man, I stole it off. Nah, I ain't going to say that. Uh, <laughs> 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 about to get fired. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> um, before we start talking, but yeah, do you, do you disagree with AI starting five? Jordan? I mean, that's his starting five. Shaq that's a Kobe. good ass starting five, though. Who, that beat the shit out of some niggas. Who is your starting five? As, as you know, it is what it is. Like, I would probably go with my point guard. I'd probably go with uh Chris Paul. That's right. my that's probably my favorite point guard. All right, all right. Uh my two, I'd probably roll with Jordan. All right, all right. Uh for the three, I'd probably LeBron. roll with LeBron. All right, all right. If I could choose a four, I would either go with Nowitzki or Tim Duncan. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Or KG. KG a good four too. I'd probably Ooh. go with uh Tim Duncan though. And then for the five, I think we all got to go with Shaq. Diesel, most dominant center to ever play the game. I think I'm definitely going with Shaq at the five. At the four, I'm going with Rasheed <laughs> Wallace, 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 Wallace. And at Shout the three, my boy LeBron. At the two, the greatest of all time, Kobe. Kobe, Brian, you know slam dunk giant. No, no, I'm not going to do that over. Kobe, LeBron, and then at the one... I want to put LeBron at the one to keep Kobe at the two. You could, yeah, man. It's and then, five. Ain't and no, then, ain't no positions in the NBA no more. And then bring in T Mac at the three. Ooh, T Mac <laughs> dirty. 
Whew. There's a lot of good players that never got to see their real potential. T-Mac, Brandon Roy, Grant Hill. Um, okay, that's all I can think of right now, but there's a lot out there. <laughs> Brandon Roy is a great one to bring up, man. Yeah, Brandon Roy is nasty. Grant Hill was nasty, too. Grant Hill was, yo, Grant Hill was dope. Grant yeah. Hill was dope, man. He was dope. Oh, Penny. Penny was Penny, good. Penny oh, never had a good career because of injury. Penny was the man, yo. Yeah, all these niggas just forced to not play their game because of injury, man. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, it's just, it's a long line of them niggas. Hell, Jason, I heard Jason Williams was going to be fire before he got in the car accident. Oh, yeah, yeah. That nigga was like the be best fire. point guard in college basketball. Yeah, I heard he I used to love be, watching him play at Duke, man. Real good. I think uh, injuries is fucked up. Who's the recent He's probably nigga Chris Paul before Chris Paul. Who's the uh, recent nigga that injuries is fucked up? Um, oh, you talking about Greg, Greg Oden? Greg, Greg Oden's one. Um, I want to say Joe L and Beat has been able to back, back bounce oh, back. Oh, yeah, he back. Oh, you talking about his teammate Fultz? Fultz, most definitely. Um, who is the other nigga? Man, somebody else. I can't think of it right now. Let's go to the phone. All right, let's do it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The lights. <laughs> I love y'all, man. <laughs> oh, y'all versus my grandma and granddaddy, man. <laughs> All right. Um, as we dive into the kicking shit for all of man, I gotta introduce that. I gotta introduce that shit a little bit. Oh, all right. <laughs> um, you know what it is. About to get in my bag. Go ahead, make it a shot. One more week. <clears throat> and I ain't trying to see no highway chase with Jake. Plus, I got a few lawyers I can fight the case. Is that All the right. one? Hey, yo, if y'all know the words to that part, can y'all send that in to me? Let me just change the song. Ooh. New song. Ooh. New shit. Disrespect the God. I, that's not disrespecting. I'm just offering a suggestion. <laughs> anyway, to introduce our form. How we overcome our fears and insecurity is oh, our that's boy. Different. That's a different. <laughs> that's the title of our form. So, uh, you mean we're not going to talk about dating? Nah, not this week. Oh, we'll give um, him a break on that shit. Let's see, Johnny. So, yeah. form topic: How we overcome our fears and insecurities. Uh, Johnny submitted the form, so I wanted Johnny to guide us through. That's what's up, man. Go ahead, you know, my nigga. I feel like that's something we all deal with in life, man. Somehow we overcome some kind of fear. Are we, you know, we got insecurities that we all, we all have insecurities, and we, we got to find a way to live and get over them. Um, you know, there's an acronym for fear. It's two. You can either uh, fear everything and run or face everything and rise. Mm. So um, I think sometimes when it comes to fear, you just got to get that, that, that thing in you that says, fuck it. I'm just going to go out here and do it. If if I fail, I fail. But at least I try. Because if you think about it, we fail at a lot of things that we don't want to do. Why not fail at something that you want to do? You wow. feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, so how do you? How I guess me myself like how would I do it? So so what are your what what are some of your fears and insecure? I guess I'll let you start. Yeah. What, what are some of your fears? I guess and uh, you know I got a lot of fears, man. It just depends on what we're talking about. Like as far as like you know being a father, I got two girls that's of color. Uh, that's little and coming up in this world. 
Um, and then, I mean, I got really one and a half because, you know, when I'm a little light skinned, <laughs> so I don't know how she, oh, wow. she might be straight. Uh, but you know, mm-hmm. and they got to come up in this world and I know it's going to be a lot of predators out there. I used to be a predator on these young girls and that shit, that's shit that I, I fear, but it's something I really can't control, but just raise them right and hope that they, they listen to my advice and listen to advice of their mother, you know? Uh, so that's one of my biggest fears, just making sure they come out of life right. Um, and then, you know, as far as like shit like this, doing a podcast, it's like, I'm gonna get on the mic and talk shit. I'm a little scared of what people are going to think about what I say. I'm a little bit nervous about how they'll feel about this or basically seeing the real me and who's going to see me. It's kind of like, you know, we're putting out something that's never been put out before. Every time we get on the mic, we're doing something unique and different, but we don't know. How, and with that being unique and different, we don't know how people are going to accept that. No, nah, you're right. Um, I guess coming from a creative space, because I've always been in a creative space, everybody's not gonna like. Everybody's not gonna like what you gotta say. Um, they're not. Um, but before I go into that, like even dive into that, like yeah, when, when yeah. it comes to your physical securities, like what do you do? Like how do you? So I've like, been kind of like, like learning this year as far as like I gotta do something, you know. Um, like this year, I said I was gonna try to, you know, be more outgoing and shit, which is cool. I've started meeting. New I think you have, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, you have. Yeah, been, I met man. like different groups of friends and things like that. But that's something I was always scared of to go outside my circle and meet new people. But I just kind of got something came in me, and I, like I said, fuck it, let's just go out here and do it. See what happens. What's the worst that can happen? You got a short life to live. You really do. And if you just sit back and be scared of every little thing, you going, you going, you know. I guess you're gonna stop hold yourself back from seeing what you can really be or seeing what you who you really can become, and it's tough, but you gotta do it. All right, no. I, Are you I, just gonna I, sit I in the house agree. and be like, "Damn, I'm 50"? I 100% agree with that, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Stepping like like that's cool, man. Like you got out there, stepping outside your comfort zone. I can look at you right now and say that's something I've never like done. Like when it comes to stepping outside my comfort zone and meeting new people and inviting new people in, I think I could guess I could say that's a fear for me. Because it's uh, hard to let new people in, you know what yeah. I'm saying, or try to, because you have to try to make a new relationship, you know yeah, what I'm saying. You do. Those relationships you built growing up with the, your your friends that you grew up with or whatever, um, they just kind of happen, you know what I'm saying. But as an adult, that is like stepping out on the <laughs> ledge to try to get out here and say, I'm gonna I'm make a new friend today. I'm gonna. Yeah. See the good in somebody. Maybe they'll see the good in me and form a new relationship. Yeah. And that's another thing too. You know, and I think how that's people healthy. Don't accept you. Nah, you don't. Yeah, and that's what. That's another thing you gotta be a little bit fearful for. Fearful of. Um, but I mean, I just I don't know. Like I said, I came into this year. At first, I was kind of down and out at the beginning of the year. But as we started doing the podcast and things like that, it was. Um, you know, I just kind of like you know started out like branch out a little bit more, which has been a good thing. Great. Yeah, um, so I think you just got to get out there and, and make it happen. Do it. Don't be scared of your consequences. Cause like I said, you can go, you can fuck up at work, and that's a job that you might not love, or a job that you might not want to do anything else. But why not fuck up at something that you, at least you wanted to try? So you've been able to tackle to like overcome some of these fears, some yeah, of these insecurities. Yeah, and I think it's just been like I, a lot of times in my head, I just say fuck it. Like what, what can happen? Yeah, like um, I think we were hanging out. We went to one of uh, Nikki's friends' house, and I left y'all. I went to hang out with some of her friends yeah, who I had did, never man. met before. You did, and, and you, like the next morning, I called I called Mike and I told him what happened. He's like, "That's not you, man." I was like, "I know, right?" Uh, yeah, I well, you know, I hadn't had a chance to even hang out with you in a minute, like until like starting in the like beginning of this year, like yeah. hanging out, hanging out. So I, I I was just like, "Yo, nigga." I mean, I I, I don't know if I was shocked more so, or just like. 
you sure you want to do that? That's that was like my yeah, reaction. Yeah, but I mean, that's cool. Like that that you set these, I guess, these goals to overcome some of these fears, and then tackle them throughout this year. So I mean, it looks like all things, all things. I mean, from what I'm hearing, all things good as far as like you're overcoming those fears and those insecurities that you've had. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I'm pretty sure it's more you want to tackle though, like when it comes to insecurities. And oh fears yeah, and shit now, like when it that. comes to insecurities, of course you know, you know, I want to get rid of these man titties and shit like that. I want to take my shirt <laughs> off at the, at the you, I want to take my shirt off at the beach. We're and gonna shit have like you that. back naked. Uh, <laughs> you know, and then it's still like insecurities, man. Like shooting your shot at shit, man, or going to your job, going to your boss asking for a different role or a new role, man. Yeah. Still insecurities like that. And uh, with those, it's kind of just the same thing with fear, man. I feel like fear blocks a lot of things that we do in life. Everybody. Yeah, I mean, I, I used to, um, I think I used to, I used to be scared to kind of like get out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you don't want to be, uh, you don't want to be received, rejected. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to be rejected, right? And you could dive in anytime you want. We just talking. I just really like listening to you guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Showing so much growth. I'll interject in a moment, but I'm waiting till you're really actually done. But we, uh, <laughs> you so many, like, you just get, you scared of being rejected. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I think that's always been a fear of mine, like being rejected, not being accepted. And then it's like, um, how you handle that? I know I don't handle rejection very well. I don't like mope in the corner, but I do get angry. I think anger is like one of my reactions that I have to a lot of shit. It's like my first reaction before I can actually think through shit. It did not be angry. You know what I'm saying? I think anger is a lot of times like that's my go to. If you catch me in a moment and I don't give myself a minute to think. Yeah. So I'm always trying to give myself a minute. You shut to off me. a lot too on people sometimes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I will. Sh- I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll shut you out in a minute. I'll shut you out in a minute. Um, I'd rather be alone with my thoughts. Mm-hmm. But I came up by myself. <laughs> that's so true. I'm good with being alone, and then I don't like. I have select people that I talk to. So if I need to talk to somebody about how I'm feeling, I'm going to a certain person to talk to them about how I'm feeling or what I need help with. Uh, To be honest with you, I talk to a a cousin of mine when I need to get shit off. Mm. And she lives in South Carolina. And I'll sit on the phone with her and have a conversation I remember the whole time I was 19 and my uh, daughter's mom was pregnant with my daughter. I talked to her all nine months. Mm. And she was like the first person I made sure seen the baby because we went through that whole thing together. I was on the phone with her once, one or two times a week. Yeah, just getting shit off your chest. Getting shit off my chest and saying how I really felt and expressing my fears and things I was scared of going through this cycle because I was going through something in a household where I wasn't even supposed... I mean, like anybody else, I wasn't even supposed to be out here making babies or having sex. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, man. And I knew my mom you did... Young as shit, my nigga. <laughs> out, here, out here fucking. And my mom didn't know... I, my mom didn't know I had a girlfriend, so it was just like... It was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot to deal with, man. Um, You want to get into this, man? I, I do got kind of got a question about that. Like, how did you come at your mom when you finally told her about that? Were you scared of shit? I'm not even going to lie, man. The day I told my mom, I was scared. I was worried. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to tell them. I figured what I'd do is just hide it <laughs> as long <laughs> as I could. <laughs> that was literally my thinking. Uh, I remember being at home, and I got up with Mike. Shout out to Mike. And we were walking down the street, and he like, man, you ain't tell your mom yet. I was like, nah. <laughs> he was like, man, you need to tell your mom, man. He's like, why are you scared? I told her why. He was like, man, you got, she got to know one day. 
And so we walk. I think we walking around the neighborhood. By the time we got back to my cul-de-sac, man, I was like, fuck it. I just go in here and tell her. Like, I just go in here and do it. And I was scared as fuck. Because I, know. I didn't know how she would react. Well, I think my biggest fear was disappointing my mom. Always. Like, at that age, my, my biggest fear was like, damn, she going to be so mad at me. Like, she going to be disappointed in me. Yeah. And actually, the reaction was different. It was like... I guess because I always come at, I always, I always take time to think about things, think about what I'm going to say. And I told my mom what, what the scenario was. And then I, you know, I let her know what the scenario is, this what it is. And then I also let her know, like, you know, I don't plan on not being there for the kid. I plan on being there for the kid. And I plan on leaving here to go be there for the kid. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that yeah. always calms my mother down. Yeah. Anytime, like, even when I dropped out of school, I didn't just walk in the house and say, yo, I'm out. I ain't going to school no more. It was one you of You came those, to her with a plan. I came to her with a plan. And once she seen that, it was like, well. You know, yeah. it wasn't one of those, well, I ain't babysitting. I ain't watching no diapers. It was yeah. just kind of, it was totally different conversation than you thought it would be. I yeah. think that's something to do with fear, too. Like, if you know you're about to do a certain situation that you're unsure about it. I think if you have a plan that you can always go back to, I think that's something that helps you overcome it too. Cause that was kind of the same thing when I was kind of telling my mom, uh, that, you know, I was about to have a kid. I was older. I was growing, living on my own and shit. And I was just like, she going to be kind of disappointed in me, but I called her and I was like, Hey, just, uh, make sure you get to a room by yourself. And I just told her and the, she didn't like blow up. She was like, what? Cause usually my idea, I thought she could be like, you ain't using condoms? <laughs> but she was just like, oh, okay, then. Well, we'll love to meet her. And I was like, oh, all right, then. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I was like, I was worried for nothing. It's like we as humans <laughs> internalize things, and it's like our brains can make us think the worst. Yeah. And so I guess that goes, like, just to bring it full circle, like what you're saying when it comes to being scared of, like, what people think. A lot of times you can't afford to be scared to get out there because – you gonna have like everybody's not gonna like you, yeah. And I think that's one of the realities. That Those are I, the rule of ten: three people gonna like it, three people not gonna like yeah. it, four people just not gonna care either way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's why I think I'm just one of those people. Like I, it's like I don't really care, man. Like niggas, like niggas ain't gonna, niggas are not gonna like you, even when niggas like you. They don't like you. True. That's the they shit want you that to stay on really level. bothers me. Yes. They like you until you start, until doing, you start better. doing better than them. It's always something that shows the yeah. light. And I think that's what made me have a hard time when it comes to like you branching out. It's hard for me to branch out because it's like I feel comfortable with my friend. I know they really like me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you my nigga, I know you really like me because I say crazy shit and I do crazy shit. So if you still fucking with me after that, yeah, you really like That's me. very true. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I guess one of my biggest insecurities now, that little foreskin that's, that the doctor left on your penis. Nah, man. Oh, you know, we, had to get, okay. we had to get rid of that last oh, year. Oh, I got you. Know you. I was fucking with this bad Spanish <laughs> chick. And she was just like, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, nah, I say one of my biggest insecurities now is just, um, I don't know. I, I know one of my biggest insecurities used to be like I started to, when I started to acknowledge that I was a big guy. Mm-hmm. So I kind of tackled that. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think now I get more insecure about just like, I don't know. I can't, you know what? I, God. What would be my big insecurity now? Because I don't want to sit up here and tell you I'm not insecure about shit. I am. Like, I feel like I'm socially awkward. 
I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Like I like that's why I drink at parties. Like I love people who can go to a party and actually party. Yeah. I can't go I can't go to like the club and not drink. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's something I've learned to deal with too this year. Like this year I've learned to deal with being sober. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, not relying on alcohol. Not lying, relying on alcohol to make me unsocially awkward and just be socially unawkward, nigga. Like, you're at a party. It's okay to dance. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay to jump around and act stupid and then realize, like, everybody here is drunk except for you. So, yeah. ain't nobody paying, you know, goddamn exactly. attention anyway. So, I think that's one of the... Uh, you got to like, get out your own head sometimes when it comes yeah, to insecurities. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the you one of the things. yourself up so much inside your head it's really not that bad yeah it's really not that bad once you jump out there and then like take a couple no's like i i've I become more prepared for the no's you know what i'm saying yeah. like i'm expecting the no before i'm expecting it yeah not saying that's a good thing i'm just ready for it because like i say i've i never been good with rejection so learning how to handle that shit has been something you know new to me you know what i'm saying I feel you bro and something different and but you know, the more you get used to that rejection, it makes you like oh, rejection to kill you, man. Because just like you go over somebody's crib, you think that you about to go over there and <laughs> holler at them, and then it turned out you know they they fucking around with somebody, and that shit could kill you for the rest of the night. Uh, that's just, of your whole mood. You might not even want to <laughs> fuck with the Wilder Fury fight. <laughs> shit like that happens. Oh god, I never do this during the forum, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just rejection period. Like when trying for a new position or something like this podcast, like people rejecting the podcast, like. It's all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. The first couple of times when people would tell me, it's like I don't know about this shit. <laughs> and then, but then you hear people that are like, "Hey, y'all niggas wild and shit," and they actually, you know, they listen to it every week. That kind of make you feel better. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I, like I say, every it's not it's not gonna be for everybody. And then that's that's another thing. Like I think I I, I listen to so many podcasts. Like I think once you listen to so many, it's like everybody has something they listen to podcasts for. Yeah, and so. When I've had people say, you know, it was cool, I just didn't get it. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not for you. You know what I'm saying? It's for anybody who's going to get it. You That's get true. It? It's like music. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'll listen to 21 Savage and Lil Yachty, but every, every nigga my age is not listening to that shit because they don't get it. Yeah. So that's not for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that don't mean I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? You can't take... And that, I, that goes back to rejection. Taking that rejection and not letting it stop me from going where I'm going. Yeah. I could imagine, like, when Lil Yachty was spitting freestyles, niggas was like, yo, you're booming. Oh, yeah, you fucking trash. Somebody just told that nigga to rapping. stop, and he just kept going. Yeah. And now that same nigga somewhere at Waffle House, like, damn. Yeah, I'm way better than that nigga, nigga Yachty. But yeah. You never, you never jumped off the ledge like Yachty jumped off the ledge, young blood. Even a recent interview I heard on this podcast called Who Got Next, a local podcast in Charlotte. Shout out E-Dub. Um... He interviewed uh, an artist named Ruben Vincent. Oh, okay. From Charlotte, <laughs> North Carolina. He go. He's actually a seventeen-year-old kid. Goes to Myers Park. Um, I love his music, but um, he was interviewing him, and you know, we live in a different era. He signed a Ninth Wonder, I think, Jamila, and they do like the whole lyrical bebop thing. So of course, niggas like you, seventeen, like you missed your era. So of yeah. course, I'm, I know it's plenty of kids listen to his rap songs. Like man, this shit, man. I don't, nobody, I don't yeah, nigga ain't talk about doing no type of drugs. drugs. Like don't hear that shit. Don't hear that <laughs> shit. But you know, he on the internet. Like I'm on the internet spamming his link. Next thing you know, Knife Wonder was like, "Yo, I like this. Yeah, let me sing you some music. Come up to Durham. Come up to Raleigh. Let me. So you gotta be, you gotta be persistent. You gotta be consistent. I think one of my, my biggest things right now. I think my, I think, I think I, I'm still working on me. 
know what I'm saying? Just like we all still working on each other. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Man. I can't really point out no insecurities right now. Yeah, it's okay. You got some. You just don't, I know it's hard to when you identify them. That's when you start working. On I watch. I'm, I know I'm gonna get off the mic yeah. and identify my insecurities. Like exactly. Like damn, insecure about that. I used to be real insecure about this mole on my face. Oh yeah, you'll never see it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> That's a pretty good discussion, man. I mean, yeah, man, it is what it is, man. Nah, I think we good, man. I think, I think enough has been said. I think, yeah, I think we covered it. I think I feel like I'm closer to you now. Yeah, man, you definitely closer to me. You're like two feet away from each other. I wish I had the all, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's all right, man. Oh. Maybe the dee, 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 dee. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Anything you want to say? Or you can, I know. like You know, that was an open I discussion. wanted to interject, but I think I was just too you were distracted by the fact that you guys were having a very like educated, engaging conversation about it. Oh, so you think you think guys can have these type no, of conversations? No, it's not, it's not even. <laughs> I think we you. always talk about pussy. <laughs> Yo, I'm pussy in basketball. If anybody else was in the room and saw what I saw and heard what I heard every week, <laughs> they would think differently. Because when you wanted to do this topic, I literally like prepared to have to say a lot because oh, oh, oh. i didn't think it was really gonna go Yo, I've been in depth this. and pe- you were gonna be really like open about it but since, i'm sitting here listening to y'all <laughs> and i'm like okay yeah i mean since may i've been doing this shit and it's like if i throw something to johnny i used to kind of be scared like he won't like deliver and like i stopped being that i stopped being scared like that nigga delivers every fucking time i'd be like man you got the backstory on this I'm and he gives it and then it's like I think he came in here today and told you. I was like, "You ready for the form?" He's like, "Man, I ain't got shit." I thought y'all niggas said shit, <laughs> right. and so I was just like, "Fuck it, we gonna do it," because I knew he was gonna deliver on it. So I was like, "All right, there you go." I knew he had something. But the for topic's me, man. really sensitive, and so that's why I wasn't sure if it was going to be like just very generic, or if you guys were actually going to engage and share your own. Like, obviously, I know you you don't necessarily want to be super super detailed, but. Exactly. <coughs> I just appreciated that you guys were able to take this topic and have it actually go somewhere. I mean, for me, it's a little little bit of the same, but it's a lot more egocentric because I don't have kids. So a lot of my like fears and insecurities might be more engaged for like personally me. Like I don't have a fear of how I'm going to raise my kid because I don't have one. But I think a lot of it, I think you guys touched on. So it would be almost just me reiterating stuff, except for the fact that I'm more... I guess black and white. So like I separate fear and insecurities in a very different way. How? Um, more so because for for me knowing the definition between fear and insecurity. So fears are something that you're actually very like afraid of and something either for it to happen to you or happen to someone else and you're very apprehensive about it. Whereas like an insecurity is for the most part, something you can't control and that it affects directly like your confidence or like your your mentality and how you like live your life. Gotcha. Both of them are like heavy associated with anxiety. Mm-hmm. So for me, I take the anxiety route. What are the things that bring me anxiety? Is it considered a fear or is it considered an, an insecurity? So like obviously females, a lot of it is always physical appearance as an insecurity. That's not, I'm not afraid of people not liking me. I'm insecure in what I'm giving off or how I'm perceived, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. But my fears are like way more um, internalized, like my fear of being alone or my fear of the unknown or my fear of disappointing my parents. So those things are a little bit more 
deeper set. And those are things that I think to handle those fears, it really can only come from therapy, in my opinion. Um, Whereas insecurities are more like you just kind of have to do things for yourself that are going to help aid those insecurities. What things have you done to like try to overcome I guess your insecurities are, are, are well, for, as far as your fears, are you in therapy for anything? Um, not, not currently. I used to go to therapy for like my fear of being alone. Mm-hmm. Um, just because that has to do with a lot of like relationship issues and things to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think therapy is necessary. So that's been a goal for me for the new year is to get back into it. It's, it's expensive. So yeah, that's about, funny thing. me too. I what about go. the uh, insecurities? <laughs> like, how are you overcoming your insecurities when it comes to people accepting you for how you are? Um, I'm very big on mantras. Um, I have, I got a tattoo that says I am enough. And for most of 2018, that was like my mantra, knowing that I am enough for me and then that there will be somebody for me as far as like the relationship aspect but then as far as my body goes I've surrounded myself with people who are very body positive and also just um very different from me and so we're able to celebrate being so different because then if I was to be around people who I wanted exactly like me and us to be carbon copies then any little difference would be way more noticeable but if we're all different and we're all rocking we are who we are and so it's a little bit more fun and you're not really concerned on oh she's skinnier than her or she looks better than her her hair is better than her we're all different and we all are kind of owning what we have that's different and what I love about social media is the way that you approach it. So for me, I only look at stuff that I want to look at. I don't force myself to look at things because it's hot right now or it's popular. I literally surround myself with everything. So me being plus size, I literally flood my entire, uh, what is it called? The Instagram? Timeline. My timeline <laughs> with plus size women. Got you. And it's celebrated and it's it's amazing and it makes you it makes me feel good. So that's just something for me. Yeah. No, that's dope. I, I actually, start, I'm, I'm not gonna shit. sit there and look actually, at uh, Kim Kardashian's timeline I got, every I day. I about ten, twelve of those plus size women pages. Shout out to plus. Oh my god. I just god. Day. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Bad. I mean, <laughs> I honestly, honestly, like when it comes to women, and, and and I'm not gonna tell you about your body. <laughs> I'm not a woman. I'm just gonna say I feel like men. One thing I I feel like. The society tells you men like this woman, mm-hmm. but I feel like when you sit amongst men, you realize we like all fucking women. That's why it's hard to believe, especially with it's, like a guy who says, oh, I like all body types. It's like, no, no, you don't. And it's like when you sit amongst men, it's really society that makes them not go for the body type that they like. It's really they society making you say, but damn, she kind of and I. It's not you. Un, it's not you're. You're insecure because society's making you insecure about the woman that you love because she doesn't fit society's standards. Oh yeah, that's very true. I so, was kind of in a relationship like that where I didn't want to be like out with this girl because I didn't because I thought people were gonna look at me different. It's about the people, not you, because yeah. you like her. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, I like you. Yeah. But we, just, you, so caught up on what they think. I think we as a society and me as a people and us as a group here, we kind of start gotta start being like. I don't really care what these niggas think. Yeah, fuck it. Like, we out here. Because it's going to be a nigga with that chick one day, and they're going to be out there. Well, that yeah. comes with time also. <laughs> maturing your, I think your brain does mature. So maturing your brain and your mentality, it comes with oh, age. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell. We get, <laughs> we, get, we get mature with every episode. 
Um, we're in our now 30s now. Yeah, 31. Episode 31, get, get used man. used to the content. We're in our 30s now. <laughs> Tired of that party shit. But anyway, man, uh, Nikki, we'll I don't back next off, week baby. on a uh, proper way to get anal b- sex from your woman. See, he always has to make My it nigga about always bringing it home. Anal. <laughs> so if y'all want to know how to get anal from your woman, we're going to drop that. You know I'll what I'm saying? I can Let drop y'all a gym next know. week about eating ass. <laughs> this is part of the reason why I did not want to interject, because for some reason... As soon as I interject, <laughs> now we have taken this nice, great conversation, <laughs> and now the words anal sex have entered the forum. We're just kicking shit. Yes. <laughs> and we're going to kick that shit all the way to the kicking shit forum, man. Um, not Yo, I am tripping. You tripping. You got awards. You having a rough day. Yeah, I got some awards. Let me pull up my shit. Let me get in my bag real quick. You heard? All right, what we starting with? Real nigga? All right, real nigga of the week. You want to uh, go first? Yeah, so all my right. real nigga of the week. I had two. Um, I was going to do... You can't have two. You can only have one. All right. Damn. So I already Don't mentioned Nick. I, I, I mentioned Nick Cannon earlier. I thought that was real. So I'm going to go with Marlon Wayans for clowning Bow Wow on his Instagram post uh, by the pool. <laughs> Fucking Bow Wow posted up by the pool with a whole bunch of women. I don't know what the fuck he was selling. It looked like he was trying to sell Deleon like or something. Yeah, he had Deleon and Ciroc. So I don't know. He was trying to sell some shit. But Marlon Wayans left a comment <laughs> under the post and was like, are those cardboard uh, cardboard cutouts? Beside you, Bow Wow, Bow Wow Challenge, laugh out loud. <laughs> and I don't know if y'all know the backstory of the Bow Wow Challenge, but Bow Wow basically nigga. was faking like he was oh, on a jet. Yeah. And then somebody took a picture of him. It was like, you nigga, you're not a on a jet. Image. Yeah. You went coach with my ass. <laughs> yeah, you right beside me, nigga. $169 ticket. Can I just interject? And you didn't check your luggage. Marlon Wayne is fine. Oh, yeah. Marlon Wayne's look good. He's yes. Now? Now. He's a decent looking nigga. Hot take. Now. New shit. Anyway, I was I was watching um the Wayne's Brothers last night, man. That was my show. That show was funny as hell. See, it's a really goofy. underrated show. Very underrated show. It's actually sexy on that shit too, man. Don't no. be hating on my nigga. Sean, Sean. No, everybody loves Sean. Sean, 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 Sean. Sean hairline was straight across See? the top. That shit was dope as hell. Everybody <laughs> loved Sean back then, but now Marlon Light is in. Light skin is in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Light women, skin. I think women go. like a hard worker too. When you see a nigga grinding, I think that make him sexier to y'all. Is it? Because that's the same guy. I also think maturity looks great on a man, and they were not mature at that time. I'll tell you what. My real nigga of the week is Don Lemon. Wow, I like how we transitioned. Okay. <laughs> Don <laughs> Lemon calls out hey, Trump on CNN for hiring illegal immigrants. Ooh, you got him. Calling him the hypocrite in chief. Calling him out for... Um, bringing in actual his immigrant mother and father-in-law in the country. And then he's also hired some immigrants, but tells the American people he's never hired any immigrants. Everybody's legal. He helped them. He uh, They actually interviewed two people working at one of his golf courses. Um, illegal immigrants, they actually help get their papers and get them legal so they can work at that uh, golf resorts. But uh, Don Lemon is consistent on calling niggas on their bullshit. So. I like Don Lemon. I like Don Lemon, too. All right, so and I wasn't. Hold on, oh. I wasn't trying to cut you off. I was just. I know. I just like giving you shit about it because I know you're trying to keep the show going. <laughs> I'm trying, but to. it tends to be always when I'm talking. Ooh. You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. So for my dunce, what y'all want? Y'all want Tumblr or y'all want Baby Is Cold oh, outside? Oh my the nigga! Hold you on. can't time be out. stealing time all of them. Out, time oh. out. Time Do out. Do Baby Is Cold outside? Out. All right. So Baby Is Cold outside. So uh, earlier this week there was a. Oh, you want to say something? Nah, you fell uh, for the trap. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> earlier this week there was a um 
a radio station in Ohio who are no longer playing the Christmas <laughs> classic Baby is Cold Outside because of the rape culture lyrics of this song. You know what it is, baby. <laughs> yeah. That is not it. And I never thought about that shit. It, it's kind of rapey. Basically, the Wait, girls you never outside, knew that? I never thought about it like that. I've grown up knowing that it was completely inappropriate, but it was <laughs> oh, a Christmas I song. Never, and then I finally looked at the lyrics. She's basically saying my dad's going to be worried about me. He's like, nah, baby come good, on. Man. Baby, it's cold baby outside. Good. Come it's with cold, me. Man. And she's she saying, what's in this drink? Yeah, it's this just like, I was like, damn, this shit really is rapey. Yes, like, please don't leave. No, really, don't leave. Stay. Yeah, but I guess we accepted it because it's just been a classic every Christmas but I gotta give Dean Martin the ducks for writing this song man you can't be out here raping these chicks bro you the Rat Pack man I am a big feminist and I feel like obviously I'm in support of things that are trying to move our world forward but again if you sit here and nitpick on every single thing we're not gonna have anything the song has been out for so long. And so you're saying let it play. Yes, on, because the Me Too movement is in the forefront now. No, I love you. Now, because somebody decided to really take a chance and get out there now. Yeah. It's been going on since that time. It has And everybody been. was just looking a blind eye. So just continue to look a blind eye. It's a song. Focus on the real important things, like all the sexual assault that's actually happening. No, baby. Yeah. Dean Martin sexually assaulted this woman that night. Is that proven? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> don't, don't go down that road. I you and I don't prove. It's probably yo, a true yo. story. It's I, just I, how it was in the 50s, probably, right? The song was made in the yeah. 50s, right? All right, man. My dunce goes out to say another Christmas classic bites the dust. First the Is peanuts. D. Mar- D. Martin's not alive, right? Nah, he gone. Don't, I don't want to hear allegations about him because of you. Yo, yo my dunce metal is going to target Tammy. That's right, Target. Oh, you're still Tammy. giving them names. Yes, Target Tammy overheard a conversation some black women were having, some older black women were having in Target. Um, somebody was like, "Hey, you should buy wear this," and she was like, "Nah, I'm gonna be like Eartha Kitt." And she's like, "This will make you look like Eartha Kitt." And she's like, "I ain't trying to be Eartha Kitt." She slept with that young man in Boomerang. Remember Boomerang? She yes. slept with Eddie. So the lady overheard it, came over. Hey, you guys are talking about sex. Um. Y'all, y'all shouldn't be talking about sex in the story, yada, yada, yada. Uh, the video is on theroot.com. You can just search Target Tammy. So but somebody turned on their phone and recorded this conversation? It was, it was. first of all, she was unnecessary. The recording was unnecessary, but why is that lady over there fucking with them people? Exactly. Everybody's like, looking for clout. They want to go viral. So you that think, probably was her oh. friend that recorded it. Like, oh. watch me go black, bother these black people. Maybe. Oh, you think another white yes. person? Yes. Oh. That's where we're at now. Nobody cares. Let's go get some clout, That bro. you were bothering these black women talking about sex. Yo, call your white friends tonight. Exactly. We oh need them to God. come harass us and then we're going to record this shit. All right, man. Person of the week. <coughs> All right. So my person of the week. Hmm. All right. I'm going to go with Tyler Perry. Um. I knew he was going to do that one. Yeah, because he's wholesome. I had another guy, but I'm gonna go with Tyler Perry. Uh, Tyler Perry, he paid off the layaways at a Walmart this week, or was it last week? He paid off everybody's layaways, uh, and I, I mean that's a big boss move. Two WalMarts in Atlanta. There we go. Two WalMarts Shout in out Atlanta. ATL, the Black Wakanda. Yeah, the man. real life Wakanda. I hate that so much. <laughs> the real life Wakanda. And, I mean, that's crazy, man. I remember one time I went to Cabudos. Right? No, we was at Benihana's. Benny. And uh, this went doctor from and his wife. To Benihana's. Yeah, same <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, they're two different <laughs> levels. <laughs> but yeah. Whoa. Yeah, you right. They are two different Cabudos levels. Damn. <laughs> 
Anyway, oh, which sorry. one's lesser? Uh, Kabuto's. Oh, for real? Yes. Betty yeah. Hop <laughs> is like three, three dollar signs. Oh, shit. Shit tastes the same to me. <laughs> well, yeah, we was at Benny Hanna's. So we going to Benny Hanna's? You paying? Nah, I ain't going. I ain't paying for shit. This right, is, this is, I ain't the boss of this. Anyway, Yo. sorry. <laughs> Take away from your real name. Oh, yeah. I just remember one time we went to Benihana's and a doctor and his wife paid for everybody at the table's meal. I was like, yo, this shit balls as hell. I wish they would have told us <coughs> earlier because I would have bought a couple drinks. <laughs> That's why they didn't tell your ass. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, all yeah, right. Shout out Tyler Perry. Shout out Tyler Perry. All right, my person of the week goes out to Glendon Warner. If you don't know Glendon Warner is, he is a... Um, Citizen of Hyattsville, Maryland. Shout out Maryland. Landover, Landover. Y'all know what it is. Um, he is a what did I say? He's a person. <laughs> He's my person of the week. He is a former Toys of Us store manager who opened up his own toy store in Hyattsville, Maryland, in the black community called Toys, Babies, and More. After being laid off by Toys of Us when they went out of business, he decided to pursue his dreams of owning a toy store. You Google him, you can read more on what he did. He's been saving money since he's graduated school, saving enough money that when he did finally get laid off, he went on ahead and he um copped him a course toy store of his own. <laughs> so good luck to him. Um, I'll be in Maryland later on this month, so I hold something. me to it, Miss Nikki. I'm gonna go check that store out and support Black. Yes. All right. It's that time. Y'all, y'all ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Cause y'all about to be snowed. If y'all still snowed in at this, uh, if y'all not at work Monday, y'all snowed in Monday. You already know what it is. It's time for Jukebox Johnny's movie minute. I'm all about. I feel regal. This is real fancy. Straight up. That's Yo, epic. We hey. are getting sued like shit. When hey. you get oh, well, hopefully. Listen, I feel like the location that it was found, they're the ones that'll get in trouble. I'm definitely Probably. snitching. Mm-hmm. All right. So, movie minute this week um, was a movie called Black Klansman, directed by Spike Lee, starring David Washington and um, what's my boy's name? Adam uh, Driver from. Yes. Uh, I love Adam Driver. Uh, but this movie is about an African-American detective that goes undercover um, within the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, it's a really good movie. It was actually funnier than what I thought it was going to be. Um, it had like a lot of, basically the premise of the movie to me was there's consequences for your decisions. And it was like, that was kind of the thing that was going on. Every time you made a decision, there was a consequence for it. And at the end, it was a big consequence for the, the clan that made a decision to do something. And you got to watch the movie to see it. But it was a big, you know, epic explosion. It was probably one of the coolest climaxes I've ever seen in a movie. Way to stay vague. Yeah, I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's probably one of the coolest climaxes I've ever seen in a movie. And it's actually pretty funny for it to be a serious topic. Um, but it's actually a true story. Uh, Ron Stallworth is the main character in the movie. He's actually a real man that wrote a memoir about this, which they turned into a movie. Um, and it, it's really good. Uh, I think you guys should go check it out on Vudu. I checked it out on Vudu. Actually, I paid a dollar for it because I went through the kickingshitpot.com website. So shout out to that website. Hey. Um, but I guess it's time for me to give this movie a wave. The acting was, the acting was great. 
Um, the the script was great. The directing was great. Shout you out to Spike not. Lee. Uh, and I'm gonna give this bitch a four point five. Yes. Four and a half ways, man. This movie was good. I would love to watch it again, and again, just to see the details and go back and see the shit I missed. It was a very good movie. Yo, that nigga had to get that bitch in there before we ended the show. <laughs> what I say? <laughs> That's the way you said it. I'm gonna get this bitch a four point five. So y'all go check out. Black, Black Klansman is out now. You can check that out on Voodoo. Hit the set website, kickinshitpod.com. That's K-I-C-K-I-N. We all know how to spell shit. Pod.com. Hit the banner at the top and rent Black Klansman today. <laughs> all right. Other than that, it's been a great show. Episode 31 is done. Shout out to everybody. I meant to shout y'all out at the beginning. I apologize if you made it this far into the podcast. Thank you. Shout out to everybody. Checked out episode 30. We appreciate oh, yeah. the love. Sorry, I keep 30, Shout out to everybody who commented on episode 30, wrote in, let us know how you felt about episode 30. Keep those coming. Those help us out greatly. Review the show if you're on iTunes. If you're on Spotify, keep spinning. Keep spinning that shit. If you're on SoundCloud, keep the comments coming. If you're on, uh, what's the other one? Google Play, do whatever you do on Google Play. And if you need to find us on any of those, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or SoundCloud. You can search KSP and you will find us. That's right, KSP. It's your boy Jumpman True. Jones, and it has been another Monday. Uh, what can they find you on the social medias, Johnny? Uh, let me just give an update at my job real quick, if you don't mind, sir. Ooh, Every day updates. at the end, you can't updates. do that. In, I forgot, I forgot. You man. can't do that in the minute, in, in the, the middle of the drops. I'm drop, sorry, drop man. your shit. All right, J U K three B O X J O H N N Y Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> come find your boy. Wow. <laughs> All right, Nikki, where can they find you at? Um, everything is Miss New Bougie, M I S S N E W B O U R G I E. And if you fucking with the show and you're a fan of the show, please support the show. And you want our supporters, man. We're on IG, Kickin' Shit Pod, at Kickin' Shit Pod. And we're also on Twitter, at Kickin' Shit Pod. Visit the website, kickinshitpod.com to keep up with all things Kickin' Shit Pod. You can also find our forum topic there. All our episodes are there. Links to the iTunes, links to the Spotify and the Google Play are there as well if you want to subscribe. Um... It's your boy Jumpman Jones. You can find me on IG at Soul Train Company, like a soul, a soul of a shoe, and on Twitter, Soul Train Company, like the soul of a shoe. And before we get out of here, let's figure out what the fuck you left out. Oh, you got. Oh, show, now you want to hear it. He's it's, letting you have time. Go. Well, you know, last week we ended on my uh, job experience, so let me just give you guys an update. So now all, all right. the black folks are going around calling each other. Either I got a, a big sister, I got a twin, I got a uh, I got a long lost auntie, and I got a big brother. That is petty. So we start to call each other that around work. <laughs> yeah, I love and it. I've noticed that the white people kind of like they don't get it, or either they get it and they scared to say something now. Ah, community. <laughs> yeah. Reach one, teach one, nigga. Let's see what happened when black people support each other. Y'all should wear name tags. <laughs> oh shit! That's I funny. am. Hello, oh, hello. Petty. My name is. <laughs> <laughs> that's real petty, petty. Yes. Petty Murphy is what they call it. Petty Murphy. Yo, petty episode Lebel. thirty-one oh, yeah, is a wrap. We'll talk to y'all next week. I gotta get the fuck out of here. Petty White. <laughs> Pet Littler. <laughs> <laughs>